from the beautiful San Fernando Valley, it's anything but Keyshawn, with your hosts, Matt, Jay, and Chris. Baby, Katie, this week we'll do a deep dive on the three undefeated quarterbacks left in the NFL. That would be Jalen Hurts, Cooper Rush, and of course, Zach M. Effer Wilson. Also, we survived Judgment Day. Welcome to a full strength edition of the Mother Effing ABK. I'm Chris. It, it's not full strength, but good try. I'm Matt. And I'm Rick here doing oh, the night shift. It's it's big boy time. We want to hear from you at abkmailbag at gmail.com. I beg to differ, Matt. This oh, is full strength. Okay. I mean, is Jay even like who? There was a different guy before Rick. I could have sworn it. <laughs> but I think he was from the PNW, but I, I don't uh, remember him. Rick, thank you for being here. We know it's late out there. And, uh, you know, honestly, it's like you fill that chair very nicely. You know, I want to say one thing. The I, I want to give a shout-out to Simi Valley Mal for filling in. He He's done a great job. And Denver Ty actually did a fantastic ah, job. Shut your hole. Hey, well, listen, he did it from his car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he, 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 he faced obstacles and he worked his way around them and made it work and they both did a great job. So, okay. All right. Villains. I, a, lot of ball, a lot of ball washing going props on Props to Mal and props oh my to God, Rick, Chris, of course. Chris, Chris is like scared or something. It's weird. No, I just, I don't like Ty, but well, here's what he's threatened by him. Here's That's what I'll say about Ty. Here's what I'll say today. I got news that we, our band, which by the way, heads out tomorrow on a little mini tour of Northern California tomorrow, but in late January, we will be back in Denver. There is a chance for Denver tie to, you know, get back in my good graces without going to Las Vegas. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Ty, if you're listening, like this is your fucking chance, asshole. So, you know, that's all I want to, that's all I want to say about this. So, so how, Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, man. Um, uh, trying to get through this slog of a Thursday night football game, but uh, Ooh, uh, NFL season's been um, interesting to say the least. Uh, but oh, absolutely, I will, I will say that last year I sort of took a like a like a break. I didn't watch a whole ton of football last year. I watched the local games, the Patriots, and whatever Fox had on. Um, and this year I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go all in. I, I upgraded my, my Hulu subscription. I've got Fuck red yes. zone going on all Fuck the time. Yeah. Can I just say that there's nothing better than having your local team on and red zone oh. at the same time. It's, it's agreed. Bliss. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Even Kelly sits next to me now. Cause she's like on, on both of our fantasy leagues and she's just like, Oh, uh, sitting there on her phone watching both, like both TVs, like, Holy shit. So good. Amazing. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So that, that's yeah. really good when you can get your team, you know, like on the fucking local, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, it's always rest. on the, yeah. it's always on the big screen. And then I got yep. the smaller TV with red zone just to keep track. You know, it's, it's, oh, yeah. it kind of took me back to when I was like playing fantasy with you guys back in back out West. So it's fun this year. We're, we're having a good time. Good. Matt, how are you? I, I, sir? Wake, I wake up on Tuesdays in a state of depression. Cause there's no football. I'm like, just, it's like consumed by Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And then I wake up Tuesday. I'm just like, great. 
I got nothing tonight. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, you have three days to figure out exactly what you just witnessed. Because uh, you certainly don't know. Time. Like at the end of Sunday, you're just like, I have no idea what just happened. I watched every minute of every game and I have no idea what happened. Zero. Um, <laughs> yeah. What about you? How, how are things at Sherman Oaks? Uh, great. I'm looking for it. Like I said, I hit the road tomorrow with the band. So that's, I'm not looking forward to getting up early and doing that, but I am, I'm ready to like take my beatings for the Niners lost. We'll get into that. You know what? Let's get right into the NFL. Shall we? Um, let's talk about last week. Uh, okay. Wait, I got a new screen set up, so I need to figure out what happened. Okay. Let's start with last Thursday, the Dolphins, Bengals, Bengals went one. What are your guys' thoughts on – did we talk about this? I don't think we talked about it. The fencing or the whatever you want to call whatever happened to his fingers. Um, you know, the NFL came in strong. They fired the neurologist, I guess. Or it was, it, the, here's what it was. Did, I think yeah. it was. I think it was the team doctor. It was, yes. Okay, so my understanding is this is what – this is the rules – when you have that sort of situation where, because we're going back a week, right? When he was like, he got up and he was like stumbling around this. We're not even talking about the finger thing. That doctor cleared him because he believed what, <laughs> what Tua had suffered was a back injury. Right. And just to clarify, we are talking about Tua Tagovailoa right now. Right, every, right. Everyone knows this, but right. maybe some of the listeners that don't know, uh, he, uh, yeah. Uh, he fell down. Good. He was throwing up the gang signals. He fell. Well, Dude. in that in that game in week three, he fell. He got up and fell down. Yeah. Like like I mean, it was really obvious that he had a head injury. It was super <laughs> yes. obvious. Yes. And uh, I was with I was with Chris during that game, and it was at halftime. I I I made a very large wager on the Bills against the Dolphins because yep. I'm like, there's no way two is coming back. So I'm basically yep. just betting against this back and So wait, wait, it was a prop. You guys made a prop bet on Tua's injury. We, no, yeah, no, no. Pretty much. I mean, we was just a halftime <laughs> line. No, no, no. When we <laughs> saw Tua try to walk, okay. threw a bet, a live bet on the Bills. I was like, I'm going oh, big on the Bills here. Okay. All, okay, I all see, of a sudden, okay. in the third quarter, Tua's back out there playing football. And I'm like, Chris, <laughs> is that this Tua? Is the, like, yeah, that's <laughs> not allowed. That is not allowed. <laughs> Yeah. So, so, like, so the rule before was for all other injuries, I don't know why this is the case, but for all other injuries, they have to see like a third party doctor for that injury. For whatever reason, they see the in-house dolphins, doctor neurologist. Was it because he said it was his back and not his head? I, I guess so. So, I, I mean, that guy got, uh, got kicked out or got fired and we saw it tonight. Like I told Matt in a different text chain, like I was like, all right, I've got Naheem, he, Naheem Hines, and I've got Ayuk in the flex spot. Like, what do I do? I had Ayuk in there. I was like, I'm going to fucking do Hines. Like, I think he's got a bit, like, because it, it's a PPR league, it's my work league. And, like, second play, I was like, oh, no, he's walking like Tua. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, tonight. Because the, yeah. the, yeah, the yeah. NFL was not going to allow that to happen again. Well, well, well you know, not, not to change the subject completely, but that – tonight watching that hit on Russell Wilson. Did you see how they handled that on the, on the broadcast and everything? It was like, they showed him going into the tent on that. After that interception, right. they like, they showed, this is the first time 
in my life I've ever seen a camera zoom in on the team doctors watching the monitor in the replay. Wow. Like, like total covering their asses. Like we're doing everything we can guys. Well, right. Blah, blah. right? But right. We're going to let this guy that fell down after get, after taking a terrible hit back in a game and then letting him play four days later and then just, just suffering like that. That when his when his hands crinkled oh, up, man, dude. I was I was like, oh my I, I, God. here's what I like, Chris Collinsworth. He's like, you hate to see that. I'm like, then stop showing it. <laughs> like, why do you keep showing it? It's like it's disgusting to me. Like, I was like spitting right. up food. Like, it's so fucked up. Like, and by the way, I don't know if you remember this, but like last year there was a Chiefs Chargers game where this happened to like a less important player, right? And he right. was doing the same thing, and I I was like, dude, this is. Your, your fingers aren't supposed to move that way. Like that's, Oh man, that was bad. Uh, that is a brain injury. Like, yeah, that's like, that's, that's bad. So yeah. it's good. I mean, it's going to change. You know, what's going to happen is, is it's going to like make the rest of the season. Like it's going to put, it's going to put this season under a microscope. Everyone's yep. going to forget about it come the summertime. And we're just going to move on to next season. Like it never happened. Cause that's what the right. NFL does. They're masters at just covering, like just move on, forget about it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> Bengals, and we will talk about the Bridgewater effect uh, when we talk about next week. Bengals get to two and two. They write the ship. Uh, what do we think about the Bengals well, moving forward? It seems like they exactly, they righted the ship. The Dolphins defense was supposed to be all that. So you take the two thing out of it. They, they're averaging like 25, they're 28 points a game. The Bengals are legit. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the first one to tell you though, there will be more hiccups. Super Bowl hangover. I, I got a question for you about the Bengals. T. Higgins or Jamar Chase asking for a friend? T, uh, Jamar Chase. I mean, T. Higgins I mean, is outperforming him right this now. Year, T, no brainer. This, no brainer. this year, flip, flip a coin so far. But, yeah, I mean, Jamar Chase is their number one. T. Higgins is, is, is going to be a second look. I think a lot of it has to do with, well, especially last week, um, Jamar Chase was, has, you know, he's always going to get that number one cornerback on him, and he's going to win some battles. He's going to lose some battles on last right. week. He just, he just lost him. So T. Higgins was right there, you know, and he's a he's right. solid, solid yeah. number two. And I agree with Matt. I think they're legit. I think they're going to win the AFC North, like probably pretty easy, easily. Yeah. Um, there might be a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover there, but I just don't think the Ravens' defense has enough. They've, they've given up a lot of big plays this year, and I don't That's think that interesting. They're... That's interesting that you say that about the Ravens. Um, forgot they were in that division. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Jimmy <laughs> out England. We went three hours early, and we get the Vikings and the Saints. I've got a little trivia here for the and, – and I want to ask both you guys. How many times do you think the NFL has had a game in, in, in London? I don't know, but I know this weekend the Packers are the last team to go there. So everybody has been to London except once. I'm like, the Jaguars have been there like 20 times. Oh, yeah. The the Jags are like basically their home team. Yeah, they always send over like, you know, the basement teams. Like, here you go, guys. Okay, Um, so they, they, yeah, what's your your guess? How many many games have been played in London? I'm going to say 22. Say 70. 70. Wow, Matt. Uh, So the, the answer is 32. Uh, so Rick wins closest without going over. Um, how many times after this weekend would you say the NFL has sent two winning teams over there? 
Of the 32, I'm going to say like 20. Of the 32 matches, how many times do you think both teams have been over 500? I have had a winning record at the time. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight. Eight, eight times? times? I think that's a great, great number. I was going to say five. Okay. I was actually going to go lower. So as of right now, the answer is zero. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, but this weekend, we actually have that fulfilled. So, so the answer was one. Not by design, though. Like, the NFL didn't (laughs) think the Giants were going to have a win. Right, right, exactly. You're right. We're trying to send you garbage, but... And they still sell out, like, (laughs) bananas. It's crazy. I heard that they fucking, like, cheer crazy for, like, the kickoffs and the field goals. The field goals, yeah. I can't believe they threw the fucking upright. The ending of that game must have, like, blew them away. They must have been loving their lives over there. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's a great stat, Chris. I'm glad you brought that up. That's that's Uh, a deep cut. Thank you. Uh, Now, so the Vikings, uh, I thought it was embarrassing because the Saints are playing with fucking Andy Dalton. They do win, and they, you know, that was a linchpin of, of, like, five teasers I had going on, which is absolutely ridiculous. But uh, what do we think about the Vikings? They're three and one. I Matt said it last week. I'll say it again. Like, if Cousins isn't on TV, he looks like a fucking Super Bowl MVP. It's weird, you him, right? You put him in a playoff game, a primetime game, a standalone game, the guy's dog shit. So I'm not surprised that he looked good in London. Well, I was like, look, they're playing so early. No one's going to be watching. Kirk, Kirk is going to be fine. And then I think halfway through the broadcast, he's like, uh-oh, people are waking up. They're starting to watch this. <laughs> right, I yeah. don't like it. <laughs> uh, if there was a year, I think, for the Vikings to win this, this division, it would be this year only because right. of all the issues that Green Bay is having. And obviously the Bears are just fucking awful. Um, so I think that this should be the year that they come to, they should win this division. They should win this division. But if Aaron Rodgers gets on track with his receivers and uh, I don't know, I mean, their defense isn't terrible. You know, you just never know with him. He's, he's an all timer. So it's like, here's what I like about the Vikings serviceable quarterback. They have two really good deep threats and they have, and they have like, two, like they're using Madison, as Dude. just like a two-headed monster kind of thing now. I, I don't understand how they're not better with all the weapons. And they're three and defense. one, dude. Like, what do you want them to do? Like, they're three and they're one. They're three and one? Yes. But they're barely getting over the Saints? Like, yeah. well, I, they, already beat the, they already beat Green Bay. They're in first place in that division. They're a dirty three and one. I know, but but whatever. They're three and one. Three and one yeah. and three and one in the NFL is it's you know, take you'll take it, you know. Saints are one and three. They're playing with Andy Dalton. I think Jameis is probably still questionable for this weekend as well. We'll talk about that later. Um Alave is like scoring a touchdown in every game. Emerging star. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Thomas proving to not be a great keeper for me. I hate wide receivers that have toe injuries. It drives me bananas. <laughs> I'm just like, I know you have to cut and stuff and like, and like run your routes and stuff, but it's not like you have like a high ankle sprain or like a, like a, like a pulled hamstring. You have a, you have a toe injury. I hate don't that. we that's, have that's a like, shot for that? Like, uh, don't we have something that we can like stick into their toe? Like, like, I don't know, something. cut it off and like put a little wooden <laughs> nub there. Like what's, what, what's the issue? I don't know. I, I would like to see him play. He's, he was my wide receiver too this year. My, mm. one of my leagues, but you know, whatever. And Matt, we, I just got your chat. Yes. This boring ass game is going oh, into overtime. Oh my gosh. I got, and, the, oh. I got the court Broncos 
Okay. I got Broncos minus three, of course, because I like <laughs> I, I just like the torture. And so yeah. now we gotta go overtime. And like, Matt, dude, they just they just showed the stands and Broncos fans are leaving, are leaving. for overtime. <laughs> oh that's ridiculous. I don't know what's more ridiculous. Broncos fan leaving during overtime or Matt, a Broncos fan wearing a Chargers shirt during was, this fucking podcast. I was gonna what, ask them about what, that. What the fuck? It's laundry day, man. It's oh, laundry. I'm doing laundry. I'm at how the bottom that, of the did, pile. Well, so, you don't so, see me like I'm like I'm out of clothes. I guess I got to wear my Niners gear. Matt had to Matt had to decide between a plain white T-shirt, his Chargers shirt, or an NFL hat. Just hat that says NFL. <laughs> yeah, you go Rob Lowe. Like, come on, man. Come on, you fuck. Uh, also, not a good sign. The Broncos. The guy that they send out for the toss is the kicker. Like we, we know he's their best we, player tonight. So yeah, to be fair, he scored all the points. So I mean. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, uh, let's talk about some more trash teams. Browns go into Atlanta, and Atlanta is 2-2. Two and two. They win that game. Um, we can what do you this. We okay. Can, right? Yeah. Let's – is there anything to say? Yeah, I, no. One, one thing. I will say one thing. If – and I, I hate to say this, but it's the truth. If Cleveland – if Deshaun Watson was, was starting for Cleveland right now, they would be, they would be winning that division. Without a doubt, they're they're so loaded on offense. It like they're 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 clearly the best offensive team in that division. I think with with a quarterback that can. I, like I agree, run and the, also the, for this game in particular, wasn't Miles Garrett out because of the car crash? He was out for the yep. car accident. I yep. also I agree a hundred percent, Rick, and I'll double down on you. The way that Cleveland wins games holds up in the cold weather in the playoffs, right? Running game, defense. Get into third and two, third and three. Let the quarterback just kind of manage, but then have a big play here and there. Sure, that will hold up. Where some of these other teams that are winning, it's not going to hold up later no. on. And like would you Green also Bay. agree that they probably have the best one-two running back punch in the league? Uh, I would. Well, I, aside from my, uh, aside from the Vikings. Well, this year, I guess, yeah. I mean, but track record-wise, I mean, Madison's always been like a like a good player, but he hasn't been like a standout, like thousand-yard rusher, right. like Cream Hunt and, and like Cream Hunt's been his own dude, like uh, Chiefs or something. I can't. He I wants to get the, out of yeah, yeah Chiefs. the Chiefs, and he wants to get out. He wanted to get out of there. He, he'd be an RB one on any other team in this league. Well, um, if he hadn't I, punched that girl. True. I feel but, like yeah, the, the sorry dropped that turn. Swift's not playing this weekend, but and it's weird to say the Lions have the best anything. I'm going to just preface this. But, they might be the but, second best. Yeah, duo. like I feel like those two running backs the Lions have match right up there with Cook and uh, the Vikings guy, and then these two guys we're talking about. So, uh, yeah, it, but the, the thing that's scary, though, is we could watch a child molester hold up that Super Bowl trophy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh um, All right. I mean uh, – <laughs> Quick, I don't uh, think the NFL will let that happen. I'm just saying. I, Roger Goodell will get involved. He'll like he'll get him running a stop sign or something, or being in a park. Like, oh, you're not around, not allowed to be around children, Deshaun. That's another fucking six games. Oh, the playoffs are right around. The I, I don't think they were children, Matt. But um, but hey, well, uh, quick shout out to my I, boy I'm Kyle a, Pitts. It's his birthday today. Kyle um, Pitts. Yeah. Okay. So listen. Commanders, Cowboys, uh, the commanders are really bad, um, which brings up a question. I said that the Washington Redskins would win the division. Is it possible for me to pull my bet 
off of the bet board because of the because of semantics. I'll what, allow what it. do you think Jay would say? He, he would not allow it. Okay, well then that, I won't fucking allow it either. You made a bet, you live with it. All right, I, look, you, you know what? We're why, getting, why are you even? You're fucking asking if you can get into one of my, and then take it back. You just ask are for you take fucking back? kidding me? Okay, so one of our guys, uh, the one of our undefeated quarterbacks, Cooper Rush. What do we think about the Cowboys right now? Because we'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about this week with the Rammies. But Cowboys, they're three and one. It's not like they only let him throw like 10 times either. He was 15 for 27. Oh, they, they let him go. Yeah. Yeah, um, he did good. He did good. I, uh, I I feel like, and you guys might agree with this, when, when you have, I mean, we all play fantasy football, right? So when you have someone on a team that, that you've drafted, you tend to maybe watch those games a little bit more closely. Sure. So you learn, you learn a little bit more about those, those, those teams and those games, right? That defense that Dallas has, like they're ball hawks. They fly to the ball yeah. and with Micah Parsons. That defense is really underrated. And I know that, uh, uh, Diggs gives up, uh, was it uh, Tavon Diggs? Yeah. Is that who it is? Tavon Diggs gives up a lot of big plays, but he always seems to be in the right place at the right time to, to, to make that like third or fourth quarter interception to like put him in position to like win a game or whatever. Um, I, I, I think Dallas is the uh, they're not the favorite in the division, but they're definitely a contender. I mean, although Phil, Philly has, you know, Philly's four and zero, but they, dude, if you if you look at their schedule, it's like right, right. You know? do, do you give any credit to Mike McCarthy for what the Cowboys are doing? Right Absolutely now? none, okay. none whatsoever. Yeah. So it's all I'm Dan Quinn like, and Kellen Moore, basically. Two two percent McCarthy just for staying out of the way. Okay, he he's a uh, he's like just kind of there just to be the head like like the the be the head coach and. You know, I don't know, but yeah, he's not like he's. Are awkward. the Commanders a lost cause at this point? They're one and three. They've got the they've got the Titans and the Bears the next two weeks. I think this year they probably will will be in a lot of games, close games that they'll lose. I think if mm-hmm. they, if they can find their quarterback, there's a lot of really nice young pieces on that team with. Uh, uh, scary Terry and uh, Jahan Dotson, like a lot of nice young wide Curtis Samuel. They've got, you know, Antonio Gibson, but they also got that kid, Brian Robinson coming back from Alabama. That kid's a good running back. So um, I think they have a lot of nice pieces on offense. If they can find their quarterback, I think, I think they do not like, so what are your thoughts on Carson Wentz at this point? I mean, is I don't know, Matt. What do you think? I, <laughs> I'm done with him. I'm done I, with him. I'm done. He's he's not. He's been he's been kind of the quarterback this year. That if you're a Commanders fan, you, you probably hate him. If you're a fantasy football fan and you have him on your team, because they're always playing from behind, he's, right. he's throwing like 50 times a game, so he's putting up points. But but uh, as a Commanders fan, I, I don't want him uh, uh, behind center next year. Absolutely not. I just no no, draft draft someone else. Draft get look for the future. Well, they're going to be in position at this rate to be able to do that. Um, <laughs> Cowboys uh, fantasy wise, uh, you gotta you have to admit that at this very moment, it seems like the Cowboys did the right thing by releasing Amari Cooper because he's not doing shit. CD Lamb is balling out despite crazy drops, despite being bonehead plays, but like he's still producing. Um, Michael Gallup came back and 
I think he even got a score last he week. He scored, so. yeah. Well, and I'll, I'll disagree with you a little bit on, about Amari Cooper. Uh, he's actually having a decent year. Um, again, I think that uh, he, he, he might have, he might've had a Renaissance year with anyone else besides the biscuit, you mm-hmm. know, um, with that offense, because what that offense in Cleveland does is they run the ball so well, they just open up that passing game, you know? Right. Um, but, uh, but uh, if CD lamb can take care of his drops, you know, he's, he's amazing. Like he's, yeah, he could be top five in the league. Um, and he's actually performing better with Cooper rush, which is ridiculous. So it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it it that- almost makes you think like when Dak does come back, which it sounds like he's not going to come back this week, but he could come back the next week. They're going to be entering into a very tough schedule. Do you think there's just because there's so many eyeballs on the Cowboys, like if he has a losing streak, is there going to be like, give us Cooper rush back? Like is, are people going to say that? No, no, no. Okay. No, not well, when you give one guy 38 million and the other guy, you know, like two, um, no, yeah. that's not going to happen. There's no quarterback controversy. The worry though here is Dak didn't get along with Dez. Dak shipped Amari out of there. And now, you know, I don't think backup, Dak shipped Amari out. Dude. Backup quarterbacks having really good numbers with CD and he didn't. Um, is, is there an issue here with Dak? Maybe, well, I don't think Dak maybe. is that good. I mean, I think he is. I, 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 if you could say healthy, I think he is. I, I think, um, I, I to, to your point, Matt, I think that <clears throat> there always could be a quarterback controversy with Jerry Jones. Yeah. I mean, he makes it happen. He, he'll go on like his weekly radio show and like say yeah. something, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't think that we're going to see Cooper rush, uh, beat out Dak once he's back from his injury. But I, I feel like Dak's now looking behind his shoulder, probably for the rest of the year. Like he's got to perform now. He's got it when he comes back. Mm-hmm. So I and do feel like if, if the Cowboys haven't been in the news for a few days, Jerry's like, all right, let me stir this up. He does right. that. It's so <laughs> yeah. weird. Yeah. 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 So it, and, and it was also like, you know, you got two guys like Cooper rush and that, uh, his, uh, his, uh, practice squad wide receiver that they elevated that would Noah, uh, what's his name? They have a connection. He turned this guy into like a, a fucking stud one week, you know? Um, so I, I feel like that. I, I honestly feel like there's pressure on Dak and I feel like there's a lot of teams in the NFL that would trade for him too and take on that contract if they needed to. It's a good well, contract. It's, it's, now, it's not that like, bad now. It's yes. like 35. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you, you never know with Dallas, man. You just never know. Hmm. Are, are we, are what it sounds like to me is that Dak is going to the Colts or <laughs> to Washington. I mean, that that's what it sounds like. All right, guys, guys, we got to talk about some good quarterbacks. We're talking number four and number five, as far as production of quarterbacks in the NFL, let's talk Papa Gino Smith <laughs> and Jared Goff. That's correct. Those are not fake stats, by the way, Seahawks, Go into Detroit, Grit City, baby, and beat the Lions 48 to 45. Who had the over? It was probably 39. I got a mailbag here. <laughs> I got a I got a mail mailbag here from Detroit. Oh Mallory, Mallory okay. is sending it. By the way, our thoughts and prayers to Mallory. He said that he does have COVID. Um, he got it at the bathhouse. Um Second time. he's, he's Second fighting time. through it. Well, yeah. that's what happens when you go to the fucking anyway. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, he Simi Valley Mal says, "Give me hope. The Lions are the highest scoring offense in the NFL. 
They are also allowing the most points. Can we still yeah. be the Cinderella story? Well, the way that math works at this rate, absolutely not. No. But if that, like, where is Hutchinson? Like, what, how are they giving up the most amount of points? Like, what's going on? I mean, I know he's just a pass rush, but, it, it, I mean, the Lions should, dude, like, it, the pro, I guess where I'm getting at, just from the Rams' perspective, the problem is not Jared Goff. And that's something to the, hang your. The head. problem is in the offense. Uh, it, like the it, problem is it. The problem is so. Like just to sorry to like interject here, Rick, but like the fact that they were playing with Ama without Saint Brown, mm-hmm. without DeAndre Swift, they're just destroying with Hawkinson, and he went off. Off. Yeah. By the way, if you had the fucking Goff Hawkinson stack, I don't know why you would, but like that, <laughs> that was pretty I, I, destructive. I, I actually, funny story. I, uh, I had, I had TJ Hawkinson on my fantasy team this year, uh, this week. I, oh, I drafted yeah. him. My, I was playing Kelly, and she Uh-oh. had Jared Goff. Ooh. And she fucking beat me by like thirty-five points. Just uh, absolutely well, demolished me. But anyway, that's what, you deserve that. So, an uh, interesting stat is the the Lions are putting up insane amount of points, right? Their offense is what, like last week, what did they put up? Like 40 plus the week before they put, put up, you know, what, yeah, so they put 30 up 45 plus. and lost, which by the way, like to me, if you put up 30 points as an offense, you, you know, should win in the NFL, you should just win. Do you also yes. know that they're going into new England this week? as three point dogs. That says, that's like crazy to me. New England hasn't put up more than 24 points this year. I understand that, but you would think that I, here's what I think about that. We'll talk about the game in a second, but like the fact that they are so disheveled as far as injuries go, that's what I think that's about. Maybe. I mean, but so are the Pats, but I had to do a really like a gut wrenching thing last night and I had to do it in the dive bar, but that's where you do gut wrenching things, by the way, it is, it is, it really is, but I had to, in the fantasy league, drop Matt Stafford and pick up Jared Goff because I thought that was what was in the best interest of my team. And I had the to, old reverse Rooney, <laughs> dude. I you know what? Really, sometimes, like, sometimes you have to like just you got to just clear your head <laughs> and like and like and like and like really believe in what you're seeing stat wise and like detach yourself. And just go for it. I came really close to picking up Geno Smith this week because I was just like, <laughs> holy fuck. This guy is developing a connection with his receivers. You know? Okay, here we go. Broncos, fourth and one in OT. From the four, they're going for the win here. They could tie it up and prolong the game. They're going for it. Ugh. You guys like this call or no? I, I, I mean, like it. I, th- I think I like it. I mean, it's Melvin Gordon. He's not, known for, he, he's not known for fumbling. How many fumbles did you guys see in this game? And they were, they kept the same team kept covering it up, but it was like the ball was on the ground every, every series. Yep. It was this like JV fucking football, JV football. Chris, what do we have next? Okay. Uh, Well, I just want to like talk about the Seahawks real quick. Yes. Let's talk about it. They won that game. They're two and two as a Rams fan. I just want to talk about like my feelings. My feelings are Geno Smith is playing out of his mind for some reason. They, are doing well this year. Next year, they're going to get a good quarterback, and they have all that like grab bag of fucking picks from your team, the Broncos. Sorry, your former team. I know you're a Chargers. You're a no, Bolts no, guy. No. Let's ride. I thought it was a giant. Well, it's hard to kind of keep track of Matt's thing, but but like 
So that's not good. The Seahawks are are decent now. They're going to be better than decent next year. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Um, the Seahawks are like, if you're, they're basically the fucking Minnesota Vikings. They have an okay offensive line. They have two good deep threats. If you want to call Tyler Lockett a deep threat, they've got like Rashad Penny is healthy right now. That's an issue. And their defense is like decent. That's they have a kid out of Michigan state too, as their backup running back, who was like really fucking good too. Um, that's that's your, your, yeah, you're exactly right about the comparing them to the Vikings. They're like, or even like the commanders, like they're in their division. They're always going to be in the game, right? But they're always going to be a threat to win. I, I, yeah. I mean, like right now they like outgun the Rams. So by the way, I, that I just, game, this game's over, by the way, the Colts just won. What? Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. The Colts was just won this game. They are you ahead of me? Run. Like, why are you fucking doing split? Why are you not running it? This is the fucking Super Bowl all over again. <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Man, this okay. is awful. All wow, right. So we don't have to bad. ever we don't have to ever talk about this game ever again. No, it's no, over. no. That was that was gross. Um speaking of the, the Colts, thing. they I, lost gonna, to the Titans last week. <clears throat> I'm, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tease this just a little bit so that uh we can have a little enjoyment here, but Jay did just lose his bet of the week. Ooh, I do like All that. Right, tease that. I do like that. And we move also, on. Also, your team just lost, Matt, and you're wearing a Charger shirt. Well, it's a rebuild. Matt, did you here, did man. you did you buy that shirt or did someone buy it for you? I don't remember. It's all it says San Diego. <laughs> um but uh Chris it's, it's not a rebuild year. It's a rebuild year. Okay. Okay, okay. Chill, chill. All right. I'm just saying that, like, when Matt Stafford went to the Rams and when Tom Brady went to Tampa Bay, like, they hosted their own Super Bowls and won them in their it, home stadiums. That's all I – that's what I'm throwing out there. Also, Tom Brady actually – this week, when he was asked by reporters about the football, the qual- the parody of the league, he said that he, he watched a lot of bad football this year, and I kind of have to agree with him because this <laughs> game has – was – I mean, this proved his point, like – well, he only gets to watch Thursday nights, obviously. So, I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> well, he spends um, the rest of the week with his lawyers. <laughs> which we will talk about. Uh, Titans go down. Uh, Titans win against the Colts. The, tol- the Colts, well, I got to refresh this here because the Colts did have a very, oh, it's still not. What, what, what's the, so the Colts just won, right? So they're 2-2-1? Two, two and one? Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. I guess we're moving in the right direction. I mean, they beat the Broncos without Jonathan Taylor and without their second string running back Hines. Um, I believe I didn't see Michael Pittman getting any, like, was he out of the game as well? He had a couple decent, decent. They just won an NFL game without scoring a touchdown. Yes. Okay. That's, that's like cr- hard to do. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. The other yeah. team is bad. Um, okay. Uh, what do we think about the Titans here? They're two and two. I mean, they're how many of these teams that we have to compare to the Vikings? You well, know? here's the deal. Do, do you I, think I that two? Do you think that two teams are coming out of the AFC South? Is really no, the question. No. I don't believe in the Titans. I don't. I don't, and them. I don't believe in the Jaguars either. I, but I, if if I were to pick one of the two, I would say the Titans, based on their coaching staff, based on the, their veteran quarterback, based on Derrick Henry. You know, yeah. I mean, they they have better weapons. Um, it's an easy division. The Texans are awful. 
Um, I like the Vikes over the Jags. The who? Well, the, the well, the Vikings I mean, are not I in like that the, division. I like the Jags over the Titans. No, the, the Jags are. So the Jags about? are. The Jags are playing inspired football. I just still think they're maybe like one year away. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, think that yeah. year three would be Trevor Lawrence's year. James Robinson is having a fucking renaissance year. This this guy's playing out of his mind. Yeah, and like everyone thought everyone Travis thought Travis Etienne Etienne was going to be the man. This. No, and James Robinson's like, I got other plans right now. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna be the guy. Um, I love their team. I love I love their new coach. I think that they're they have a quality culture in their in in their locker room now, and I think they're heading they're trending the right way. Um, but I still if I had to pick a team in that division, it would still be Tennessee. It just would be, you know, I, I mean, all right. I'm going to chalk that up to your Vrabel fan. Uh, let's briefly gloss over the bears giants. Um, the bears are <laughs> this still, is Matt's, two and, this is Matt's other favorite team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now the giants, giants are three and one. Matt, explain yourself. I got to turn on the turn. This the fucking giants are three and one. It's like a fake three and one. When the NFL sends teams to London, they expect one of them to have a losing record, right? <laughs> they sent the Giants to London. The Giants have a winning record. The NFL's like, what the fuck? You know, I mean, all right, enough about the Giants. Can we get to well, the Jags, Eagles? I lost well, a lot well, of well, let me just say, Let me just say this about the Giants. I am having a great time watching Saquon Barkley this year. Yeah, it's like good to the, see. The, the kid is, like, he's finally, like, playing. And you know that, that like, that, like, running back, like, slot in the NFL. You got like maybe five years max, unless you're like mm-hmm. someone like Frank Gore or whatever, but you know, to really make an impact, you got five years as a running back, you know, and this guy fought through injuries. You know, we knew he was special. We knew he was, he was, uh, you know, a, a game changer and we're finally seeing a healthy Saquon. And that's really fun to watch. It's fun football. I agree. I mean, despite the fact that he turned his, he, he, you know, he looked the other way during the whole molestation thing, but um, let's, let's, let's move on. There's to a lot of molestation the, going on in the NFL that I, that I guess, huh? Just tell well, us. I mean, yeah. Uh, mostly of uh, Matt's fucking favorites. Like I'm just trying to figure out, like he's molesting the spirit of the game. Oh, is okay. really what I'm, what, what I'm, well, I mean, just your chargers, your giants, your, you know, it's like, I can almost deal with the giants, but like the fact that we're in chargers gear right now, it's just, it's just, that's rad. I just okay. lost a game in overtime and a bet. Okay. Can we just, okay. Yeah. We'll keep moving. All right. So let's talk about these Jaggies and the Eagles. The Eagles are four. No, here's my thoughts about the Eagles. Has their schedule been suspect? It has. However, it's four NFL games that you've won. Um, you've looked good. At, like, none of them have been questionable wins, would you say? So, like, that's my – like, the Eagles are for real. I love the story of Jalen Hurts. I definitely love the story of Miles Sanders. And A.J. Brown, like, proving the Titans wrong on his way out of town. I love that, too. So, that being said, the fact that they were – like – the Jags are probably the first big opponent that they were able to come back from, which was impressive to me because they were down two scores against the Jags, right? They were down 14, nothing like right out of the gate, right, right away. Right out yeah. of the gate, yeah. like a pick six and then like a three and out Lawrence I went think, down and scored. And I think we can agree that like, it's hard to win an NFL game, right? That's and, my point. And, and then, and then coming back even from even 
down 14 nothing to a team like Jacksonville, still impressive if you understand the NFL. Um, right. They have a lot of weapons. Um, they have. And they an won easy, it by two scores. And, and we want to say they have an easy schedule, but it's still the NFL. Um, I'm sure there are teams that have had e- had easier quote unquote schedules, like Philadelphia, that have gone on to win Super Bowls. Um, I I'm, I haven't fully bought into Philadelphia. They're fun to watch, though. I have been watching a lot of a lot of Philly Philly games. Here's the problem with Philadelphia. It's not a problem. It's it's like a blessing. Listen to their schedule coming up: Cardinals, Cowboys, Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Colts. Even the Packers, like those are all winnable games. Like they could literally be nine and zero in a month, you know, in a little over a month. That's, that's my point with the Eagles. It's luck of the draw. And you know, that's, that's great for them, but I also think they're an awesome team. I don't know, Matt. Well, again, I was with Chris, and at the end of the first quarter of this game, I had Jags plus seven. I'm, I'm about 14 nothing, right? So I'm up 21 nothing. And at the end of the first quarter, at the same time, Bill's Ravens and Bill Ravens were getting points at home, and I took mm-hmm. them. So I, and that game was 14 3 at the end of the first. Chris is sitting there. I'm like, Chris, I don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. But my two big bets are fucking out to huge first quarters. Lost them both. Okay. Oh my God. So, That's the NFL though. Jeez. You know, this is the perfect opportunity for me to reestablish my love for teasers because both of those games that Matt had on, I won. I started the day with $60. I had two teasers hit by the end of the day. I was up $104. That's my point. Like these teasers, man, like when I say it seems like I can't lose, I really can't lose. That's the whole point of this. Okay, and that's why I do it. Yeah, Any I, I, parting, I parting thoughts on the Jags? No, okay. Well, like I said, uh, I think the Jags are about a year away. I think, but I think they're. I think next year we're going to see a different Jacksonville team, and it, they're going to be like legit, legit contenders. Oh yeah, like they're going to be like a winning football team next year. Uh, they're, 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 they'll probably go out and 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 beef up their defense a little bit. Offense is looking pretty good. Maybe draft a wide receiver in the second round or something like that. You know, um, but if the but they have they have two nice running backs. Um, Trevor Lawrence seems to be protected okay this mm-hmm. year. Probably could be protected a little bit better. He's made some bonehead mistakes, but if they beef up that defense a little bit, that team is going to be really scary next year. Um, as far as Philadelphia goes, we'll see. Um, I think that they could lose to Dallas, and I think that they go, could also lose to Green Bay. Um, but other than that, that schedules they should they should win a lot of those games. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about another undefeated quarterback and the debut of Kenny Pittsburgh mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. By the way, it was it, it, it was in Pittsburgh. Uh, but but Zach Wilson makes his debut as well, wins the game. What did you guys, like, I thought that was a pretty interesting game because uh, Pickett made it interesting quite a few times. He, now, he did have three picks, but I would say that two of those were not actually his fault. You know, no one dropped a ball that he threw that, that game. No one dropped a ball. All of his receivers caught his passes and all the defenders caught his passes. <laughs> one incomplete. That's, that's not pretty, one incompletion. I mean, I don't know if they put that in the stat rack, but uh, that's 
That's pretty nice. Like, That's yeah. funny. One of, the, one, of those picks was a hail, one of those picks was a Hail Mary at the end. One was a tip ball off his own guy. Mm-hmm. And then one he just fucked up, didn't see the linebacker. But, He's a rookie. But he doesn't pass the eye test per se, though. It's uh, He's kind of a weird, weird dude. Uh, here's my problem. Two gloves? That, that's that's an issue to me. I always Why do you gloves? Have two gloves. It's always a red flag for me when I see two gloves. I'm like, uh, I, no. when I when I see two gloves, I see Jared Goff. Was it? Didn't Donovan McNabb wear two gloves too? I want to say like maybe he did or or like I don't know. But uh, uh, young, young quarterback. When you think about Pittsburgh, even with Ben Roethlisberger and all of his success, even with Terry Bradshaw, I'd never think about Pittsburgh as like a team that has like this, like stud quarterback. I just never do in my mind. It's always like smash mouth football, run the ball, deep, hardcore defense, you know? And I don't know. It's I, funny I, that I, you say that, but it's like, if you think about it, like they always have good wide receivers, their wide receivers are, you amazing. know, like, and I will admit, like, it does seem to me that they do have good uh, running backs. I feel bad for Najee Harris right now, honestly, because he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Like he's, it's not his fault, honestly. Um, and you know, their, their defense, I guess is good. I honestly don't know much about the Steelers defense other than the fact that they never play with TJ Watt, which is like, it's dude, he's a Watt brother. Like, he's so not play. like it's funny. You should say that because the defense changed so much after TJ Watt got hurt this year because mm-hmm. they have that other kid, uh, Matt, was it Highsmith? I think who yes. basically yeah. is their other yeah. rusher and he's amazing. Right. So, but what, what TJ Watt allowed him to do was TJ Watt was picking up all the double teams and that was opening up those lanes for, for Highsmith to come in and like, demolish. And as soon as TJ Watt got injured, that defense sort of fell apart. And let's not forget that Minka Fitzpatrick's injury that hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. That guy is one of the best DBs. I forgot league. that he existed by the way, but um, that's fine. But, um, yeah. That's the Pittsburgh game for me. I mean, if you want to talk about Zach Wilson, uh, great drive. That was, that was a big time moment for that kid. Big time moment. Yeah, um, that's a real they, motherfucker, man. Real motherfucker. They've got some big defenses coming up on the schedule. They've got Dolphins next week, which we'll talk about. Packers, Broncos, whatever you want to say about the Broncos, their defense is for real. The Pats defense is for real. And then it's the Bills and then back to the Patriots. So it's like this is this, you know, it's not going to be easy for them. I was a little surprised that. Mike uh, Tomlin put in Pickett to begin with. It's like, what are you? Cause you can't go back. Like once you go to pick it, it's like, that's what it is. Well, I mean, I love, I love it because Mike Tomlin has probably, he's probably one of the five coaches in the NFL that has the most job security, security. Yeah. right? Yeah. So he could take those chances and he's so cool. Like Mike Tomlin's one of the coolest coaches in the league. Like, I mean, he's a player's coach. They love to play for him. He, he never, he's never, he never loses his cool. I would love to play for Mike Tomlin if I was a player. <laughs> So yeah, get that. But here's my problem, Mike Tomlin. Put put the kid in. Like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna matter for for his job security. It's like whatever. True, because it's like the if there's like an organization that doesn't fire its coach, it's the Steelers. So I agree with you there, and I also agree that like get him in. Let's see the entire season under his belt, and let's see how he does. Because otherwise. You know, it's like let's have a bad record. Like let's let's be in the running for one of those good quarterbacks. Maybe we could get fucking Bryce uh, Young next year or somebody comparable to him. 
That being said, well, their if, offensive if, line if, is if Pickett awful. sucks is is my fault. Is what they, I'm saying. They have the worst offensive line in the NFL. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm like, it's the it's it probably is the, it's like the bottom three. So I think I think maybe maybe stick with Pickett uh, one more year. They, oh, and they have that that stud wide receiver. Their wide receivers are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. You know, like, so, so again, this is a team kind of like Jacksonville. I don't know if you'd agree with me, Matt, but that is maybe an offensive line draft pick away. One or two guys in the front to, to protect the quarterback. They've got all these weapons. They've got a, they've got a young running back. Who's really good. I think Jacksonville is ahead right now of you do. the Steelers. Yeah. And I also think that Tomlin has this luxury, like Andy Reid probably is one of the only other guys that has it. We're like, can he, Trubisky's not it. They gave him three and a half games. They kind of knew that already. Now they're moving on. Okay, here we go. We're going to give Pickett 10, 11 games. If that doesn't work, like Tomlin can have another restart and probably another restart after that. Right. Yeah. Like, He's got that so luxury. It, it, it's a great spot. Like I agree with Chris, like let's give Pickett the rest of the season and let's make a decision though in the next 10 games. Is this the guy? And if so, we'll draft people that compliment him. And if it's not, then we got to go get the guy. Right. And I'm not saying that he's not the guy. I'm saying, like, there's a real chance that he is the guy. Like, I thought in a loss for a rookie for his first fucking game, like, Spark. not knowing he was going in, I, I don't think that he was horrible. Did you just, the so, whole team lit up when he came in, though. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I he was, that. He was a spark, you know? Yeah. And, he, and he, he had those two rushing touchdowns, and he proved toughness and all that shit. And, you know, my, my only question about that, Rick, is that, like, was it a spark just because it was someone different? Or was this a spark because he was actually better? You know what? I wasn't there for training camp. I don't. I don't know. Um, well, you need I, to be better. I think that. I think that. I think that when I see guys on a team's eyes light up when a quarter another quarterback comes in, to me as a spectator, I feel mm-hmm. like that says it all. I, that's all I know. But you know, what, what, what did he, he didn't throw very many passes. So let's let's see what what he does next week. I also think that to Matt's point, Zach Wilson, he he had he had his he had his moment last week. Oh, I like, thought you were gonna say he was a real motherfucker. You know, he, he, <laughs> but he was. Oh yeah, he was a real motherfucker. <laughs> mother, mother, mothers are mothers are lining up right now. But uh, but the the dude the dude brought up brought his team down uh, on a game winning drive. They won the game, and that's what the Jets needed. And I was skeptical about their the Jets coach um, Sala. Uh, Sala. Uh, I was. I was every you time the Jets hire skeptical, but you every time they hire a new head coach, I'm like, uh, I don't know. You know, you never know what to think. But the team seems to really like him. The team seems to rally around him. Um, I'm Brees sure Hall, he's good. Brees- My problem with both him and Tomlin and whatever else is like they're defensive head coaches. Like, is that the right move right now? Um, I think it's really about whoever the Jets offensive coordinator is. Um, I, I'm excited to see. Let, listen, the Jets are a month into the season and they're playing 500 ball. That's unusual. Um, that is a, a win so far. Yeah, your Jets I would fan? say so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and I agree with you, right? Like, I feel like I feel like the NFL is trending in a way where you have to have an offensive minding minded head coach and a really good defensive coordinator. I don't think you can switch those. I don't right. think I don't think the defensive head coach is the thing right now in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like I just don't think it is. I think I that think the it guy- can be okay if you're Belichick or if you're Tomlin because you've got that rope and like you've 
you know, you're, you're so football savvy and you get, and, and it's like, you wouldn't think that Tomlin is all about defense because he's been a head coach for so long. You know what I mean? It's like, obviously right. going to be going over game plans. So, so with those two thoughts that you two just had, does that take the bills out of this? Cause McDermott's a defensive guy. I agree. And we're going to talk about the bills right now. Let's talk about some big boy football bills go into Baltimore Mm, they win I, that game. This game was probably, amazing. By probably the way. best this, game, it, best game of the weekend. Oh best my game. god, this game was so much. I fun. love how we're getting like early games that are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, I, I mean, if you want to know my early thoughts, like I think Lamar Jackson is fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Like I think his, I think his accuracy has. I, I say, I say this every week, but like he is a good fucking passer, man. It's he's, gotten better. He's, he's super accurate. I think. My only problem is he's got a little too much mustard on the ball on some of his plays. Right. But uh, his now in this particular game, it was kind of a defensive battle. So it's a little, a little different than most of their games. Cause most of the times his defense has let him down. He doesn't have a good receiving core. Mark Andrews is basically his only receiver. Mm-hmm. As far as the bills go, Josh Allen is fucking awesome. Otherworldly. Yeah, like let's I mean, see how long he lasts before he gets absolutely destroyed by like someone that's 330 pounds. That being said, um, they don't have the luxury because I don't know if they have, don't have the luxury or they don't have the players, but they're not uh, giving any sort of stage to the running game other than Josh Allen himself. Take it away, Matt. No, I agree. It's not sustainable. I talked earlier about the style of play holding up in the playoffs and cold weather, and this is not sustainable. This is like the Packers. Like, yeah, you're getting some wins here, but you guys better figure out the O-line in the running game because you can't expect Josh Allen to be the leading rusher because he's been the leading rusher through four mm-hmm. weeks, four weeks in a row. The other right. problem with the Bills is their receivers are severely depleted. I believe that McKenzie is, might not play next week. Um, he's kind of their slot Where, guy. Where's Gabe Davis? He's, he's, Gabe he's, is, he's struggling with an injury too. Gabe Davis yeah. is also struggling. Stefan Diggs, obviously he's awesome, but like he didn't right. really produce last week. Um, so, you know, it's like, I don't know what the bills are. The, the thing with the bills to me, it's like Josh Allen is awesome and their defense is awesome, but that's it. They still won this game. We're talking like they lost the game. They're three and one. They won I the agree game. with they're, that. They're a totally different three and one than the Giants. Oh, um, yeah, than absolutely. Yeah. The team we just talked about. And so, don't forget that they lost to the Dolphins in like the the by the slimmest margin on a short week. Yeah. But it's just the way they're winning. They're not you're not believing you're not sitting here going like, yeah, they are the Super Bowl contender. Like, no, I don't think they are. I think they're a final mm. four, final six team. They're kind of like one of those teams. I, I feel like they're like, oh, like with the Chiefs too. Like they're like the one of those teams that you can like compare to an NBA basketball team where Josh Allen is always going to be the difference maker. Uh, and Pat Mahomes is always going to be the difference maker. They're like the mm-hmm. LeBron James of their teams. So you mm-hmm. have to scheme for those guys. So yes, as long as Josh Allen can stay healthy, he's six, seven and like 240 pounds with a cannon. Like the guy is built to take a beating. I don't know if he could take 17 games worth of beatings. And mm-hmm. I agree with you that that running game, they don't have a bruiser running back there. Those are finesse running backs, right? They, 
they're not, they're little guys. They're, they're shifty little guys that don't, that won't, that might not always pick up a fourth and one. That's why they do the sneak all the time. Right. Right. You know? So, um, but, but beyond that, despite of that, as a defense, you said if you have, if the bills have a healthy wide receiving core with Gabe Davis, McKenzie, Ian McKenzie and, 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 uh, uh, Diggs. Diggs, you you you, ha- you you have to respect those receivers, right? And that's going to leave a lot of room for for Josh Allen to like move around and scramble and do his thing. And it's it's like backyard football. It's like it's not even like like mm-hmm. it's like he's playing in a backyard. And, and what I would say to piggyback on that, Rick, is that as long as he doesn't get greedy and his runs are controlled and maybe he's not trying to go for the first down every time. Well, I would like to sliding. see him run out of bounds a little bit more or slide like, yes, but I'm just I saying like, like he, he doesn't need to go for the first down every time. It's like, pick up what the running back that you don't have would have picked up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, make it a third and two. So, you know right. what I'm saying? And, and and the quarterbacks in the league that still do that are the ones that have been around forever. Right. You know, like Rogers and Brady mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and even Matt Ryan, uh, other, uh, but despite tonight, but those are the guys that like, are like, okay, well I'm going to run out of bounds or I'm going right. to throw the ball away or right. I'm going to live to play another fucking play and get my team another chance. But he's a young guy. He trusts his body. He's a huge, he's, he's massive. So he, big dirt. He feels like he can just like, he can always get that extra yard or whatever. Um, the bills are, are in my opinion, the clear cut AFC favorite to go to the AFC championship and go to the Super Bowl. I just, I, I pretty much agree. Um, I just, I love the Ravens so much, or maybe it's that I love Lamar so much looking at the rest of their schedule. They get the Bengals. That's going to be, Ooh, fun. That's that's gonna be. It's gonna be game. super fun. That's the Sunday night game. It deserves to be Sunday night. They should destroy the Giants. They should destroy the Browns, and then they play the Buccaneers. But it's like their schedule is pretty fucking destructive. Okay. So, and, and I agree with you about the Lamar thing, where he's gotten a lot more accurate this year, but he still yeah. hasn't figured out how to put touch on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not, it goes exactly where it needs to go. It's just, it's being shot out. It's a missile every time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that flick, isn't it amazing to watch Lamar like throw a football? It's like a flick and you're like, it goes like 40 yards. You're like, motherfucker. This guy is so talented. Well, it's like even Mahomes, like his deep balls, like there's a little curve on them. Like Lamar's go just as fast, but they're just line drives. Yeah. They're lazy. Every time. It's not good. Um, and by the way, the Ravens need to pay him for Lamar's own sake. Like he's going to get destroyed at some point. I don't know what the thought process is behind the Jackson camp. It's not good. Like take the 250 mil, like be disrespected. Like it's okay. It's a quarter bill. Please take the fucking money. I, don't I almost at this point, like my just vengeance self and like revenge minded wants Lamar to, and I don't, he, he should not do this. I'm not advising this. He needs to stay with the Ravens. He should play his contract out, say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And go to Miami. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love what he's doing. It kind of reminds me um, not to, not to shift over to the stick, but he's doing exactly what Mike judge did. You know, like he's hedging his bet on himself. 
Are you, you know, do you mean Aaron Judge? Aaron Judge, rather, not Mike. Because Judge. Mike Judge is probably not going to be getting a. Listen, a I just drank a whole glass of bourbon, so I, I, that's fine. Um, so no, so I lo- like he's doing what Aaron Judge is doing. He's like, I'm hedging my bet on myself. I am Aaron Judge to- doesn't have fucking eleven dudes trying to kill him every. I play. get it. I get it's a different game, but he 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 still could have maybe hit like thirty home runs and underperformed, which is. Un, like underperformed. I'm like, worst thing that happens to Aaron Judge is he pulls a hammy. Worst thing that happens to Lamar is he does the Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah, <Right. like> <laughs> this, this is true, man. <laughs> but 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 I, but I but I like it. But look look look, look 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 was it was the contract that they gave to was the contract that they offered to Lamar Jackson? You guys would probably know this more than I would. Uh, was it more than what Kyler Murray was going to get got? I heard more? right about this more. It was okay. about the so, same. So think about those two guys right now. And do you think that Lamar Jackson deserves more money than Kyler Murray? Absolutely. Yes. So 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 hedge your bet, my man. Like, go ahead, play out, play it out, get your money. <sighs> I love it. I love it. And you if know, you're what? The, if you're the Ravens, you're just like, you know what? You're gonna get hurt, and then we're gonna have Tyler Hundley, who's basically you, missing half a step. And not with with the with the a noodle arm like we, well we don't know that we don't know that you want a couple games last but, but but I guess I guess that's also up to Harbaugh to like to like manage a little bit right you know like if I was the head coach of that team and I don't want to spend too too much more time in this this game but no this is the best game like if why not? if I if, yeah. I, if I was if I was Harbaugh I would be like I would manage him you know like like if I was Jim Harbaugh, I would be like, or John Harbaugh, I'd be like, I want you as my quarterback for the next like six, seven, eight years. Right. So, so let's, let's try to get you your money. Let's try to win games this year. Um, but let's try to not get you hurt either. You know, like beast. That's what I've been saying the whole time. I was like, pay him 300 million, guarantee him 250. Then everybody's like a little dissatisfied. He kind of did. He kind of did say it came down to guaranteed money too, right? Like it was right. like, all it was. It was all. And I think wanted, here's he the thing. 100%. I think what did Kyler get? He got two sixty, but yeah, like one eighty of it. Yeah. So it's like and nothing dude. coming out of the Ravens camp where he has to like mandatorily like fucking watch film every week. <laughs> you know, like, and, and it better not be to like Lamar needs reading lessons. <laughs> yeah, because we've all heard him talk. But but he's so fun. He is probably next like him and Josh Allen this year are the two most fun quarterbacks to watch. They are a blast. And to have this gift of a game last oh, week was, in the morning slot. Yeah. Like yeah. that's what's amazing about it. Just, okay. Yeah. Can I make Let's, a plea? I know that we have NFL people listen to the show. Can we mic up Lamar? I want mm. him mic'd up. Like I know we might not understand all of it, but I just I want to try. Dude, just it, it that would be amazing just based on his tweets. I'm like, I want to hear his tweets being spoken. You know what I mean? Like I like it would be amazing. And his chest tattoos. Um, <laughs> like I, I want a little explanation of that because it's it's big. Um Chargers go into Houston. Here we go, now, Matt. Listen. Chargers, baby. I gotta no no, don't here we go, Matt me. It's laundry day. I got a mailbag here from QB one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Former CFL quarterback likes it when okay. I throw that in there. He says, besides the quarterback, name two players on the Houston Texans roster without looking it up. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon Cooks and Damian Pierce. And David, uh, no, and, yeah, and Damian Pierce. There you go. Okay, can you name Mills two different one. ones, Rick? Uh, Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't. Even, I can't even name their coach. 
So you talking about oh, Lovey Lovey Smith, 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 baby. Black Santa, Black Santa, baby. Black Santa. Can't even don't even care. Like I don't Oh, know. it's awesome. It's the although, best looking coach in football. Although Damian Pierce like broke out, so I'm Dude. happy for that guy. Now here's my thing about Damian Pierce. I love him. I think he is good, but like how many times is he gonna have like a ninety seven yard I mean that's he'll, not real. He'll have in a seventeen game NFL season this year, he'll have two games like that. Two more. Yeah. Maybe two more. Was this um, Chargers win this game uh, 34-24? Was this a get-right game for the Chargers, or you guys? Well, I'll tell you what. Games? It was a get-right game for Austin Eckler. Three TDs, my boys. Um, two on the ground, one in the air. Austin Eckler had not had a touchdown this year, and now he's in the he's the number three running back in hey, the league. Hey, listen, got right. sh- shout out shout out to Kelly. She also had him on her fantasy team uh. playing me. So even even even, uh, even though even though I had T.J. Hawkinson who went off, she ooh. had she had Goff and Eckler. Tell me <laughs> next time she had Miles Sanders because then we're gonna be. She here. also did have Miles Sanders. Are you kidding me? Do do me and Kelly have the same team? I, I pretty much. I'll well, I'll oh. start with you. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Shout out to Kelly. Uh, mm. So I think the two t- times during this game, two times Chris had asshole emergencies. And both times Eckler scored touchdowns well, he was, you know, <laughs> in the emergency room. You should have more asshole emergencies. I that's tried. When your team, I, like, tried. Dude, like, I did my best. <laughs> I did my best. I was like, give me all the cheese. How can you um, not like Austin Eckler? I, I, I'm, dude, he plays fantasy too. That's what's yeah. cool about him. Yeah. That, like, yeah. and just, and like, that team is, uh, I'm not like Jay. I would never bet on that team. I would never bet on they that. got a lot of injuries going on right now. JC Jackson, they got the Bosa, time. they've yeah. got fucking um Mike Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I don't, yeah, I, don't like, I don't I don't want to ball wash myself, but I'm gonna. So Chris's thing was like before the season, he was all about Minnesota. And yep. Jay was like all about San Diego. And I was all about the Eagles. And you know, fly, Eagles fly. Well, there you go. All. You're all. About I, I mean, you're doing well, but I, I just want to like throw this out there. Like Minnesota's doing okay too. They're you're three and one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not four and zero. Okay. They're not four and zero. Okay. Uh, uh, enough about this bullshit game. Let's move okay. on. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the Cardinals, Panthers, and really what we're talking about here is not about the Cardinals or the Panthers. We're talking about the end of Baker Mayfield's career. Would you agree? I think he'll get another chance to like compete. He'll be like the Trubisky that Pittsburgh is right now. So like next Baker year, Mayfield is too loud to yeah, be kind of toxic. That's what I'm. That's my. Yeah. That's my issue with him. Well, he needs, to go, get, he needs to go to the right team, or he needs to go somewhere where they're like to the Chiefs. Hey, you're definitely the backup. Just right. sit here, right. sit or here even, for a year. Or, or even the Rams or yeah. or even the, the Patriots, like or the Pats. Where there's yeah. like an authoritative fucking Yeah, shut your voice mouth. There. This is like this is what's gonna happen. So, um he is so a, do, to answer your question real quick, sorry, Rick, is this this is not the end, but this is the end of him being the clear cut number one guy. I mean, no, I even before even I before would, this game, DJ Moore was like slightly trolling him. It's like, dude, you're you're blaming this on us? Like, right. fuck you, dude. And, like, CMC's actually healthy and putting up over 100 yards a game. Like, he, this he, isn't a us problem. Yeah, he's, like, doing fine. Like, he's on the injury report he's, every he's just, week. He's just not getting into the end zone. He's not getting into the end zone, but it's like, dude, like, we're doing our part. Did you hear you know the reporter saying? ask him about the batted balls this week? No. Uh, so a reporter asked, <laughs> asked Baker Mayfield if – he was doing drills 
to minimize the number of batted balls. Oh my god! That he was throwing in a game, and Baker fucking like lost it. Like he was like not happy. Which, it. by the way, Russell Wilson should probably join in on. And I'm not like here to like pound on dudes that are short because I think that short quarterbacks like can be fine. I think Kyler is doing fine. Drew Brees. like Drew Brees, whatever. But if you don't take that into account as something that you need. You know, it, well, it is well, a will, real problem. I will say something about Drew Brees. Drew Brees, like, pleaded with his coaches. He's like, hey, if you get me the right protection on the offensive line, I can find those lanes. I can move around and find those lanes, you right. know, despite my height. I think Baker is going – like, if I was Baker Mayfield, I would be happy being a Chase McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. making – Yeah, but he's not going to he, – he, that's not just, in his DNA. But just but he it, but make it, dude. Make it. You're you're not you're not a number one. You're not think more like think more like Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, right? But Chase McDaniel. You... Like you're you're gonna be like I would be I would be so if if I was rooting for a team like if my team right now if if uh it, my my Pats were starting Mac Jones and I had Baker Mayfield as a backup just in case. Right. I would feel pretty effing good about that. Right. I'd, I'd feel pretty good. I'd feel better about Baker Mayfield coming into the game than, than Zappy or Brian Hoyer or okay, uh, Baker Mayfield or Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Flip, flip a coin right now, my man. I say, uh, yeah, flip. Uh, yeah, Cooper Rush right now. Look at the uh, record. Look yeah. at the fucking record. Well, um, Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G? Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G? Jimmy G. Oh my God, Jimmy G. And uh, and I would take Jimmy G as my starter as a Baker right Mayfield now. or Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I gotta do it. I don't. I don't have that that kind of. There's actually not a lot of guys that I would take Baker Mayfield over. Like he's a, he's a career backup. He's a career backup. I think he's he proven is. that. He's proven that. Yeah, he is. I don't he know is. who listens to Colin Coward, but like Colin brought this point up. It's like he's a legend in Oklahoma. If he gets cut, should he become an announcer? Like, you know who, who else was a legend in Oklahoma? Co- Jason White. Do you remember Jason White <laughs> yeah. from Oklahoma? Yeah. Where they went on that insane fucking year and then got demolished by USC in the in the college football championship? Jason White is a legend in Oklahoma. I understand that, but, but, but Baker made it past that. My point is, like, Baker could go back there and be, like, the Kirk Herbstreet of Absolutely. that. He was the number you know one pick. Number you know one what I'm pick. saying? Number like, one overall. Number one. Heisman. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, now, as far as the Panthers go, like, I think it's hopeless. I think Matt Rule is done after the season. Um, Cardinals were very lucky to get them in that game. I, I, I'm very surprised by how bad the Cardinals are. They play the Eagles this week. I think that's going to be a really interesting game because two quarterbacks that kind of do the same thing, even though Jalen Hurts is way better at it. And Well, have you ever seen anyone play backyard football other than maybe Lamar, like Kyler Murray? No, no. He, he's like absolutely Michael insane. I mean, I mean – they they did not deserve to win that game. Like that game in the first half was awful for the Cardinals. It was not pretty at all. Mm-hmm. They couldn't get anything going offensively and they didn't deserve to win that game. But Kyler is just like, you know what? Try to catch me. You know, I'm going to find the open guy. Hey, Lyman, don't go downfield. He, he's got to be the most frustrating 
quarterback to coach in the world because it's like, I'm not going to do the play. I'm going to see what I see, which is not much. And then I'm going to fucking run around last week against the Raiders. That 19 second scramble was the most ridiculous. One of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life watching the NFL. I was like, and then he threaded the needle. Like it was, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I like for the two point conversion. I was like, this guy again, but he's not not, sustainable, not sustainable. And he's not coachable either. It's just like, it's like, he's just going to go out there and do his thing and you live or die by what he does, you know? And, and you really can't do that. Like Matt said, sustainably in the NFL, you just can't, you know, cause everyone is amazing in the NFL. Everyone's good. Uh, We're going to hit one more game before we get into me eating crow. We've got the Pats. By the way, amazing performance in my in my opinion. Pats uh, go into Green Bay. That's what's dis- just disgusting about this game. It's like Packers had to take him to overtime, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, so the Patriots lost Brian Ho- Brian Hoyer. Obviously, I watched this game. It's my local game. It's my team. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Hoyer. You know, again, another career backup whatever knows the system. Um, also another Heisman hopeful Ohio state. Like the guy came from a huge pedigree and he's turned it into like this 10, 12 year career. It's awesome. He will be a head coach in the NFL. Is that this guy? Yeah, this, yeah. this guy will be a coach in the NFL, but uh, yeah, it gets knocked out with a concussion. We, we, we bring in zap Bailey zappy. This Max, third is it Bailey zappy Bailey zappy. This third Dude, string guy, quarterback. I think he's out of Western Kentucky. He He made it happen. I think he threw for something like a, like a record, like 6,000 like yards at Western Kentucky. Like it's crazy. The only thing I wasn't into is he looks just like Mac Jones. He is (laughs) someone, someone on Twitter the other day said that, uh, Bailey Zappi would be the guy that plays Mac Jones in a Netflix movie. (laughs) Yeah, no, totally. He was 10 yeah. for 15, 99 yards and a touchdown. No pitch. Hey, showed a lot of composure. Yeah. Uh, the defense played looked, really well. He looked just like Mac Jones. I was like, so they have two Mac Joneses? Yep. The only thing that I would say is that uh, defense. Wait, hold on, hold on. He does look exactly like Mac Jones. He is, he, he is the guy that would play Mac Jones in a Netflix movie. <laughs> that's that's yeah. who he is. So. So, uh, so, so, you know, came in, played really good. Like he was coached really well, um, while he was in there, defense stepped up. Aaron Rodgers is still trying to connect with his new offense and his rookie wide receivers. And Alan Lazard. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on, Rick. Hold on. I have to, and Jay's not here. So I have to, just the Patriot ball washing. He was 10 for 15 for 99 yards in the phrase. He was coached up really well. Yeah, for a third string rookie quarterback. Uh, okay, and he threw it. And he threw it. And he threw a touchdown pass in his, fir- in his first NFL game ever. If yeah. the Patriots complete a pass, they're like, "Oh, that was all coaching." No. Oh, that no. was all coaching. Like the you... Patriots coach is the fucking godforsaken. Well, know. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would say that I would say that in this game, that when they brought him in. They let him. They opened up the offense more than they did for Mac Jones last year in the first like eight games. Not like a good they just, sign. They, they, but they they did. I mean, I think they had nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Like they were just like, let's go. 
and and he played okay. Like I'm I'm I feel pretty good about about Bailey Zappi. I I feel better having Mac Jones back in the game. But what is the diagnosis? Like is is Zappi? Are you happy for Zappi this week, or are we? Are we, is it Mac Jones? Like what's happening there? I need no, to know. I mean obviously I want I would prefer to have Mac. No, I know, but what is the di- like? What is actually happening? You got another I think week with Mac. We'll we'll probably see Bailey Zappi play another game. Ooh, getting okay. Okay. Now, now, listen, I have a lot of thoughts about the Patriots. Obviously, I don't want to, like, you know, waste too much time about what I think about what happened in the Patriots the last few years. But I will also say that that game, um, and I'm not ball washing the Patriots. I think that the one of the big reasons they were in that game was because the Packers weren't, like, Aaron Rodgers was not, he hasn't figured it out with his team yet. And he hasn't figured it out with his particularly his receivers, and that's on him. He didn't want to practice in the offseason with these new young receivers. Right. You know what I mean? He's an asshole. Like Aaron Rodgers is the biggest fucking asshole in the league. He's like, got cool hair like, though. May, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, I'm, yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. No, I know I'm you're kidding. kidding. I mean, it's it's really greasy and awesome. But uh, but no, like those. He 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 came into the season thinking I shouldn't have to do any work. These young receivers should put all the work in, and when I'm ready to go, they should be ready to go. And it doesn't work like that. Here's my uh, explanation of what's going on as of all of the information that I know right now. I think Aaron Rodgers knew. He was like, I'm the reason that Devontae left. What I will have is a two-running back system, one of which can kind of catch the ball, Aaron Jones, and then a bunch of wide receivers that I hate. I'm going to take the Green Bay Packers for as much money as I can get, and then I'm going to fucking walk out early on that deal. So he's basically saying, I'm going to get that last 50 mil, because today we hear about Aaron Rodgers is again talking about retirement. And he's saying, hey, it's dependent on the progress of these young wide receivers. It's like, well, to Rick, your point that could have been changed by you. And by, by the way, that, that's that, shitty that guy to... Dobbs, he's not horrible. Lazard is what he is. You know, he's, it's a, like, he's a lumbering, slow, big wide receiver, yeah. you know, you know, and, and he's their, he's their surest hands, but, but that's a shitty thing. If he, if he approached it like that, well, but that's really shitty because do you not think that that's in his wheelhouse? Totally. Totally. He's an asshole. He's the biggest asshole. In yeah, the league. That's what I'm saying. Like, like he could have worked with those receivers in the off season. He could have brought them to his house, you know, like, let's say like Montana, like Brady always brought his, his receivers to practice in the off season. That was important for them to build that, to build that connection. And you saw it tonight in that Colts game with Matt Ryan and Russell Wilson, they have no connection with their young receivers. They don't know where they're going to go because they have the receivers are making a read based on how the defenders are defending them. Right. The quarterback has to make sure that he's making the same read as them and they're not making the same read. You know what I mean? So that's well, I saw a lot of just passes into the fucking green monster for Russell Wilson. I, I will say that. So. But but that that off no, activity my, is you, important. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so like so I, I'm my my whole point is is that yes, the Patriots played them tough with their third string quarterback, but 
But I think that with a with an Aaron Rodgers dialed into his receivers, that's not even a game. Like I, like, I, like like that's that's like the Packers win that game by two plus touchdowns. I agree with you. I agree with you, Rick. But here's the problem: we're a month into the season, and that has not even started to happen. Right. That's why I think that the Minnesota Vikings are an actual real threat to them because. Well, the Minnesota Vikings beat them the first time they played. I mean, right. I don't know and what they, to they, tell you. Like, they have a connection. You're right, right, Matt? I mean, they have they they, they do they do have a connection, right? They're on the same page. So, so I guess my whole point is that I'm not ball washing the Patriots. I I'm not taking this as a moral victory. Okay, they played really good. A third string quarterback came in, played tough. You know, whatever. You know, took it to overtime. It would have been nice to see the Pats win that game. They didn't, especially in Lambeau, but they didn't. Um, but you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to lose my mind and say the Patriots are like on the right path to winning. Well, let me ask you this, Rick, the, the, the paths are one in three. What are your hopes for making the playoffs here? That we're not. So, so I, so, so I think, and I said I this at the beginning of the year. I love the, the, yeah. Yeah. The Patriots I are heard seven, that in like two years, right? Yeah. The Patriots are seven and 10 or eight and nine team. I do mm. not think they will w- make the playoffs this year. I do not think they will even make a run. I will um, tell you that the Pats schedule the rest of like for the next few is pretty winnable. It's lions, Browns, bears, jets, Colts, jets. Uh, okay, sure. They should win the next round of game. They should win. Maybe win the next five games. They should, or they have a chance to, but I still mm-hmm. don't trust them with the bills and the dolphins in that division. I just, you know, I just, I don't see it. I don't. And that's okay because I'm not one of these Patriots fans. That's like, stop after, after the run we had, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not like expecting anything. Like Are you going to um, go down the J road where you yes, go, of we course don't win another sure. title my whole life. I've already won more than most ever win. Are you going to go down that road? It's a real thing though. Like, like honestly, like when you're a Patriots fan or, or a Yankees fan or whatever, when you see your team win a lot. Okay. And this is, I'm not trying to like make this about them, but when you it, see your team win a lot, it's a memory. Up, it's a memory. <laughs> you, you're, it's it's a lot easier to swallow when they're when they're struggling. It really is. This is my first year since I was probably like 19 years old, 18 years old, where we've we've struggled as a team. The Patriots have struggled as a team. You know, this year, last year, the year before. Um, and I'm okay with it. I I I am more interested in how they're going to rebuild. And I don't. And I will say this. And we can go on to the next game after this, but. I will say that I don't think I don't think moving forward that Bill Belichick is the answer for this team. Not to take anything away from Bill Belichick, he 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 delivered us, you know, what he did. But the NFL is more about the Sean McVeighs, you know, the Cliff Kingsburys, the these offensive-minded, the Kyle Shanahan's. This is where we're going with this league. So so here's my question to you, Rick. Bill Belichick is seventy years old. What do you foresee happening for the Patriots in the next five years? The, Bill Belichick is going to tr- be, be con- continue to be the Patriots head coach until he breaks Don Shula's record. Cause that's what he wants. Okay. He wants the most all time regular season wins in the NFL history. That's what he wants. How far is he? 
Uh, he's still about 30 games away, I think. So like he's five, so he's three years of three years away, two or three years. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And he's going to be our coach the whole time because Bob Kraft has no balls and he won't fire him. Bob Kraft has no balls and he proved it because he let Tom Brady walk away and right. chose Bill Belichick over Tom Brady. And then Tom Brady did the ultimate and won the fucking Super Bowl that year. So yeah, that's so fuck you. So let's move on because I don't even. All right, talk let's let's let. <laughs> All right, so we've made Rick be in pain. That was the goal. Let's move on. Uh, Broncos go into the Roomba to play the Raiders. Oh, dude, it's like and, I gotta have two losses on well, one. Well, I mean, show I gotta right t- I gotta tell you, that's how it goes. Um, now the Raiders. I knew the Raiders were going to win this game because they were the Colts in this situation. They had their backs against the wall. They were playing a team. And by the way, the Raiders put up a lot of points and Josh Jacobs looks to be a real running back. Um, I don't, I've been wh- saying this all year. He's in a contract year. Feed the beast, man. Yes, Roll I, agree. I agree. And, and for some reason, Josh McDaniels, he got every running back in New England, all these touches and all these numbers. Well, well Brandon, Brandon, Bolden, Brandon Bolden is teacher's pet. Josh McDaniel knows him. And I am I was losing my mind the first couple weeks of the season not seeing Josh Jacobs get the ball. Same. You know? Also, now, Rick, we haven't talked about this, but did you ever notice that during the Hall of Fame game, Fucking Josh Jacobs was being like run into the ground during that game. Did you think it, that was weird? And it's okay, Rick, for you to say no, Chris. You were the only one watching the Hall of Fame. Okay, that's well, exactly, that's exactly what I was going to say, Matt. <laughs> no, I did not watch that game because no one watches the Hall of Fame game. Well, I'm just saying. Well, Josh Jacobs' family watched that game, okay? And I've got a problem with that. So I don't know what beef was happening between them, but you know, look, the Raiders. Put up 32 points. That's looking good. The defense looked fine. And well, I mean, it is the Broncos. And I don't know if I, I think Hunter Renfro did not play that game, that which is not with a concussion. We we can get we can we can just let me leave you with this. Okay, 28 carries, 144 yards, and two touchdowns. Two. Josh Jacobs, man. On my bench, by Big the way. Boy. Well, if it oh, makes you feel any better, Rashad Penny was on my bench. Yeah. All right, let's talk uh, about because we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get into these. Let's well, let's talk about the what what. Well, hold on, hold on. Uh, I think it's insane that the the rate the Raiders have won their first game with all those weapons. They were zero and three, right? With mm-hmm. all of these weapons, so I think that the microscope is sort of uh, like Mark Davis doesn't fuck around, right? So I think that the microscope is already on. Josh McDaniels to to win. They they need to put a win streak together, especially with all these that offense. And Derek Carr is what like middle of the pack quarterback. What do you say? I like think he's maybe? more that I think he's in the upper third. Okay, he has Devonte Adams, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller. He's got Hunter Renfro. He's got a ton, he's got a ton of weapons. He had. Uh, I, and then, I understand. Okay, and, and they're still not winning games. So I don't know. Here's my thoughts. I think it's a understandable loss to the Chargers. That's week one. Um, it was at Chargers. I think the Cardinals are super hard to game plan for. Is that fair to say? With and I think maybe sure. And they then I think that, that the, game. Right. And then it, well, they've almost won every game. 
Yeah. So then, and then they lost by two against the Titans. Also on the toughest division, probably in the league. So like, here's my thing. It's like, here's what sucks for them. They they're probably going to pick up an L against the chiefs this weekend. I hope, but but after that, they've got the Texans, the saints, the Jags, which are real. And then the Colts. Hey, so it's like, where where are the Texans? (laughs) They're, they're in Austin. (laughs) They're in Austin. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so listen, Houston. <laughs> listen, I, I think that the Raiders are still a good team. If if they don't get to like, if they don't in the AFC West, like, what's your, what's your, what's your ruling for well, the AFC West? Well, let like, me ask you, you this, Chris. That? Let me ask you this. Do you think that do you think that Derek Carr can get the ball to Devontae Adams as quickly and as efficiently and as accurately as Derek Carr? Well, you just said the same two names. You so mean Aaron, you mean Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers, but sorry. The answer is no fucking way. Obviously, right. Aaron Rodgers is better than Derek Carr. Right. I don't think the drop-off is that severe. And You don't? You Derek, don't think so? I don't think the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams is the problem here. I think that I think that the Derek Carr versus Aaron Rodgers is the problem. I, I think that Aaron Rodgers is a substantially better quarterback than Derek Carr. And I think that Aaron Rodgers found a way to always. So Aaron Rodgers had quicker instincts, quicker ball release. He found, he found Devonta Adams has been left wide open so many times this year. Okay. That, let me give Derek, you some homework. Derek Carr has not seen him as an AFC West guy. You know, let's ride. Uh, let me give you some homework, Rick. Look at Devonta Adams numbers through the first four games last year and look at them through the first four games this year. Similar. Almost exact. Okay. Not really interesting. Not. Look at Matt dropping some fucking stats. Love it. Ricky. Love it. That's a big boy move. Derek Carr's not the problem here. Josh McDaniels needs to pull his fucking head out of his ass. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He needs, he has a lot to prove. He has a lot to prove this year. He does have a lot to prove. He was I, the, he was the number one fucking everyone wanted him for their new coach. Everyone. Remember when he went to the Colts, but then he didn't go. He like, he said he would go, but then he's what like, about eh. what he, he went, he, dude, the guy went to Denver and drafted Tim Tebow in the first round. Hey, so, he won us a playoff game. He won us a playoff game. But, yeah. Well, crazy play, but okay. All right. We're going to talk <laughs> a little bit about the, um, I'm going to say it. I think they're the best team in the NFL. The Chiefs go into Tampa Bay, albeit after a hurricane, and put the thump on the Buccaneers, like, in my opinion. I know they only won by 10 10 points, but, like, a lot of that was Brady and garbage time. Um, I think the Chiefs are fucking incredible, man. Like, I think they're going to be tough to beat. What do you guys have to say about it? I mean, first of all, props to, to fucking Patrick Mahomes. It's like... It's him and Travis Kelsey, and then he's spreading the ball around to all these other fuckers. Mm-hmm. But, like, Schuster's getting involved, fucking MVS. Um, but it's it's mostly Travis Kelsey and and Mahomes. And, well, and they, Clyde, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, too. Correct. Those two correct. guys. And he's having a fucking renaissance here. I, I love the play calling. It's so inventive. And I think the Buccaneers are for real. Like, I think the Buccaneers, especially if you look at their schedule moving forward, they have, like, a super easy skid here where they're going to win five games in a row. But, like, dude, I think the Chiefs are better than the Bills. I'll say it. No doubt. Yeah, they look amazing. Um, 
I think that Patrick Mahomes just makes better decisions than Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen relies on his like natural ability and his like his size and his, you know, scrambling ability to make plays. And Patrick Mahomes sees the field a little bit better still. Yeah. Like he just, he just does. And, and it doesn't matter. Asking, they're not asking Mahomes to do 98% of the work. They're True. asking Mahomes to do 70% of the work. Right. And that's a lot of that comes down to coaching. Um, putting him in the right to sit the, the right position to make a play. I, I feel like um, th- this year's chiefs t- team uh, reminds me of a little bit of those like mid 2000 teams with the Patriots where, you know, Brady had like Gronk and then like no one else, you know, mm-hmm. there wasn't, there was never a receiver. It was like spread the ball out, like whoever could get open, uh, right. but I have my safety outlet and he has that with Kelsey. Um, he has an extra weapon with Hilaire, who is like you said, having a just a fucking incredible start to yeah. the year. Um, but he's hitting uh, Schuster. He's hitting Pacheco. He's hitting all these all these uh, like forts in the backup type. Yeah. You no, know? like like whoever's open. I'm just gonna throw the ball to. And then that one play down by the end zone last week, that flick to Hilaire, was just again like it was backyard football. It was. It was a work of art. It really he's was. So, he's so fucking good, dude. I would love to see a fucking Buffalo-Kansas City AFC Championship game. Oh, my God. And you know what? It doesn't even matter where it is because it's cold as shit in Kansas City in the winter, and it's cold yep. as shit in Buffalo in the winter. And I just want to see guys play through elements, you know, that late in the year. Right now, I would say that the Chiefs are heavy favorites, honestly. Um Although that Buffalo defense is, well, I can talk myself out of anything. Um, I, I love the Chiefs right now. Like to me, they are the best team in the league right now. Um, what do you have to say about the Buccaneers? Go ahead, Matt. Probably in the top five. I mean, they're they're. I feel like they're going to be in the final four. Uh, it's going to be. Just did Godwin ball. play in that game? No. No, he did. He did. All right. Yeah. He um, did. But yeah, the, the, the bucks are experience matters and they'll be there in the end. They're good enough to kind of be in the hunt. And it's, it's like the New York giants with Eli Manning. Like it's not a team I'd want to see in the wild card. Right. And they're, and they're balanced, right? They have a really decent defense. It's not like, it's not like, um, you know, this like standout defense, but it's good enough. Right. And their yeah. offense and their receivers are pretty stacked. Amazing. And we, and we know what Brady think. I actually think it might be one of the standout defenses. I mean, this was against the Chiefs. This is the number one team in the in the NFL. Well, well, they were and they were playing from behind. I mean, they let the Chiefs sort of like run down, like roll them in the first quarter. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, you know, but again, dude, the first half of that game was just Mahomes doing he, anything he wanted. Dude, it was twenty eight seventeen at half, and we were like, what a fun game to watch. If you had money on the wrong side, you were pissed. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what that's like. Yeah. I mean, um, you, you, you have to, I would never bet against uh, a team that has that many offensive weapons as the bucks do. And, and a Tom Brady that's seen everything, you know, that any NFL team has had to offer on a defensive level for 20 years. I I don't want to get too deep into this, but like, so we've all heard the stories Tom Brady and Giselle have hired divorce attorneys. They have. How much do we need to talk about this and how much does it matter? 
I think we just need to make one bet. Who's going to bang Giselle first? Is it going to be Pete Davidson? Oh, I love that. <laughs> or maybe Antonio Brown. <laughs> what is up with, dude? Did you see the, were you the one that sent me I, that? Tweet? That's a horrible thing to say. I'm just saying, I, like, I, I don't really mean a lot of that, but I'm just saying, like, this motherfucker is literally getting divorced because he loves football more than his supermodel wife who he has two children with. I got a quick question for you. Is there a dark horse that I can throw into that mix? Because I got a name that you're not going to like. And he goes by the name of Zach Wilson. Do you think that Zach Wilson could work his way into the Tampa Bay community? What do you think? You like that? I think Zach Wilson can work his way into any community. Actually, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> but uh but yeah Tom Tom um Tom it's a weird season Matt when you look at Tom Brady like press conferences doesn't he look just like fucking tired dude he yes. also looks weird doesn't he look like he's like had a lot of plastic surgery tons and shit? of tons of he work. looks really weird yeah he looks like his, one of those Ken doll like the jaws like, the guy, like all fucking yeah like, like those guys sharp. that have too much uh, plastic surgery like that's literally what he looks like. Like he looks good, but I feel like if you were up close to him, I'm like, is this made out of latex? So, or so, is so, this- so some guys are addicted to winning, like winning, like competition. And he yeah. like, and that's like a weird thing. I can't relate to that. Especially if I was married to a supermodel, I would never be able to relate to that. Wow. Like, that's we, 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 that's we a heard- real dig at your wife, by the way, but. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just saying I would no, I'm saying I would never choose football over my wife. Mm. You know what I mean? I would never do it. Well, you're I talking would... to two guys that might choose the opposite. <laughs> Let's not share this podcast. Uh, so uh, they know, no. hey, Rick, they know. So so no, I'm just saying like like the guy came back and he's getting he's getting pretty brutalized this year. Like he's getting hit a lot. Yeah. Um, they haven't figured shit out yet. Uh, he's going through a lot of personal issues. His wife basically, I mean, things came out a year and a half ago where Giselle was like, Hey, I'll give you one more year. And then it was like, Giselle was like, I'll give you one more year. You right. know what I mean? She, she, she hung on for a while and well, now he she's won like, it. he won it. Right. It, but now yeah, we still it's have like that. You, so, you literally like, I, I got to side with Giselle here. I do too. I do too. It's like, dude, you fucking like missed all of your kids' childhoods. Be a dad like, now, man. You have seven rings. You have seven yeah, fucking rings. Like, that's you're what the I'm best, saying. It's like you are the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. Maybe the best player in the history of the NFL. Just like be a dad now. The only thing I can, I can compare this to is like Tom Brady must have what like Kobe has or like Mike Michael Jordan has. Like that, he yeah, must yeah. have that. I would I would absolutely compare he Tom Brady to Kobe Bryant. Yep, like absolutely. they they have to have the same like debilitating disease. And like Vanessa was just like, look, I know you raped that girl, but like we've got a really nice house. And <laughs> Allegedly, like, I'm gonna let you keep Allegedly. doing what you need to do. No, it's like you know? it's like it's like it's like you. It's like he's like, I'm gonna keep playing until my arm is broken and it's a noodle. And <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. And I'm just going to keep playing. I'm going to keep playing. I'm 50 years old. Like if he came back this year and is going through a divorce, like, honestly, think about this, right? He came back. He's going through a divorce right now. 
once that is finalized, do you think he's going to retire after it's finalized? Oh, he's if now that's a very interesting point. If the divorce actually happens, I'm saying 55. He's playing until he's 55. <laughs> he's like, going to be Gordy Howe for the NFL. Yeah, he's just, absolutely like, and he's going to be that's sitting awesome. on a bench somewhere in fucking Houston as a backup. A seven seven time fucking Super Bowl champion, fucking fifty three year old backup quarterback. But Rick, he's, here's it, the thing: he's not. He's probably in the top three quarterbacks right now. Like that's the thing. It's like I don't. I understand why he's still in the league because he gets still play. He, he hasn't fallen off, right? You know, yeah, I, I like, get it. That's the whole weird thing about this. Well, like, if um, you're Tom Brady, like, what are you trying to do? Like, what are you trying to do? Like, do you think anyone's going to get seven rings? Like, no, it's not happening. It's not, not, not like, happening. Not for, like, 200 years. We're going to be so <laughs> dead and gone by the time someone beats that record. Like, stop, dude. You, if, you you're, have if you're everything. Miami right now, though, if you're the Dolphins... You're like, all right, I'm going for Lamar. I'm going for Tom Brady. I love like, it, man. I would love to see yeah. Tom Brady and the Dolphins. I would love it. No, I would wow. love it. He is. He gets divorced. He's playing at least two more years. At oh, least, I agree. right? I agree. Because I agree. you can't, you can't throw and, away your marriage and be the be- like. You can't throw away your marriage no. and then and then retire. Like, and right, he's right. not. What did you do? He's, he's not gonna stay in Tampa. Like that, he didn't even want to be there right now with Bridget Moynihan. The only only reason why he went to Tampa was because they said that you can run the team. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, like, like we, like you can do whatever you want with this coach. Like where you're going to, you're basically the coach, but he he already wanted out of that. He came back one more year as like a charity year. How about, so thinking, how about this? Gone. How about how about this year? He's still he's still playing good. He's got a great fucking team, right? He's got a great group of wide receivers. They're a solid team, right? Good defense, right? They they will probably make a run to the playoffs, right? But what if they lose in the wild card? He 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 threw away his marriage for a <laughs> loss in the wild card. So there's no, so to your point, Matt. There's it's no bad. fucking way he is not coming back next year. He'll be happens. back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. That's, that's really interesting. Like if he gets now, if the marriage happens, I, I actually see a scenario where like, because have you heard these things like Giselle is waiting for some sort of crazy gesture from Tom Brady to save their marriage? No. To dude. me, that gesture is, I'm going to quit football in the middle of the season. So you think this is oh, all posturing? No, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying like, is that enough to save Listen, the marriage? I will say this right now on the anything, but Keyshawn podcast, I will, okay. I will give you my prediction right now. Okay. What happens okay. is this, they make a run. They make the playoffs. Rob Gronkowski decides to be activated because he doesn't oh, want to beat it. up his body. Oh my God. I've, oh, dude, once they make the playoff, Rob, like two weeks before they make the playoffs, week 15, Rob Gronkowski <laughs> is all of a sudden like, oh, I'm ready to play. Because <laughs> he didn't formally retire. Right. right. And they go into the playoffs and they fucking make, make a run. That's their last run. But if they don't win it, Rob Gronkowski is going to go off into the fucking sunset. Who gives a shit? About what, like, he's fine. He's but smarter. He's, he, do, you, do you think that, do you think that Tom Brady, would want to want to face the media because they're going to ask him this. They are going to ask him, Hey, was it worth it? 
Was it worth throwing away your marriage to lose in the first round of the playoffs? Wow. They're going to ask him that, dude. They are. Yeah. They're going to ask him that. So and what is your answer if you're him? My, my, like, what, like what Matt said, he's like, no, I'm not done. He's going to play till he's 45, 46, 47 years old. He's just going to, he's just going to keep going. Wow. Because he, he has that in his veins. He doesn't, he can't fucking retire. He has a $50 million, whatever that stupid contract is to be a fucking Fox analyst yeah, right, or whatever. Sports, yeah. Chris, he, I, I know you're trying to delay this. I agree, Rick. A one hundred percent. He has oh, a fifty. You want to talk about Rams Niners with Fox Sports just waiting for him? Um, I do. I think it's time. I think you need to fucking bend over. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're we're we're, okay. uh, we're spreading this out like a little bit too too longer than we should. But I'm having a great conversation with you guys. So I, you know, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I so appreciate. It. I I love it, but. Bend right, over, let's, Chris. Let's, let's, let's go through the let's go through the last game and then go through the new games and all right. And... So all right. So the Monday night game was the Rams Niners. What do you? Because I ha- I do have some rebuttals, but I would love to hear what you guys have to say about this game. Well, it dominated from the start. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. up with the Rams on first and ten? Let me run for a yard. Well, that is the game plan moving forward is to keep the defense <laughs> honest. Okay. okay. Number two. Why can't anybody other than Jalen Ramsey make an open field tackle? Like when I see uh, Debo grab the ball and I see a number other than number five running at him, I'm like, oh, cool. He'll make that guy miss. Well, first of all, that, that touchdown from Wilson, like I almost killed my wife after that. Um, um, I, I, <laughs> so, so here's what I have to say. Because it seems like well, Rick doesn't have much well, to say. Well, fair check on Chris's wife. I have to yeah. by 14. The, the, the only reason why I don't have a lot to say right now is because I had a lot to say the last segment. So I'm going to let you okay. guys. Just, so like, so here's this. my thoughts on the, I got that game. I, I want to preface this with, with like, people are like, are you pissed about the Niners loss? Or like, what are your thoughts about, like, what did you learn from that game? And my problem with any Niners loss is that they have our number. I know it's crazy. Like, I know that it's not logical, but like they have won the last seven regular season games. In San Francisco. Yeah. Especially uh, in San Francisco. So it's like, I'm not going to try to take too much from that game, but what, here's what I, w- what I will and what I did take. Matt Stafford, especially last year, was really great at seeing the blitz coming. And the Niners historically do not throw a blitz that often. They seem to be doing it on almost 80% of, like, the plays there. And what I attribute that to is, like, our lack of O-line. The O-line is that Brian Allen, who is the actual center, who is a backup center because of the loss of... um, Whitworth? Whitworth. Yeah. Yeah, is, like, he's new to it. He was injured. So we had a new guy who was Coleman Shelton... He was injured in that game, and he's actually a guard. So it's like by the time we got the center that was actually playing that game, he was actually off the practice squad, never had a snap with Matthew Stafford. I would imagine that's somewhat of an issue, right? Well, well, the the Niners historically like to control the line of scrimmage. So what you're saying holds true. Like if you can't control the line of scrimmage and that that's what they're, that's what they play on defense. Like they, right. they, they rely on their defensive 
front and it's front like five. Shanahan is so smart that like he's like I'm going to attack their weakness. Their weakness is they have no line, in which yeah. case we're going to fucking but, blitz them. But you have That's to what's say happening. like like Matt Stafford's a 12 year veteran, and he has Cooper Cup, and he has and Alan no one Robinson. else. No, no, he doesn't. What? Allen Robinson is not hooking. Like they do not have a connection yet. No, they're I don't not. Know what they're, they're not using him the right way. They like, they, like, uh, like. Okay, fine. They don't have a connection with him, but they're not like he is a legit fucking number two. He's a number one on, on a lot of teams. I, I understand and, that, but the problem with them is they're trying to use him as a open up the top guy. He's not that guy. He's, he's a fifty-fifty guy where it's like you throw the ball and like he, he usually wins that battle. For whatever reason, he is not winning those battles, especially in the red zone. Would you agree with that? No. They haven't gone to him enough. To Rick's point, like 12-year veteran, you come to the line, blitz coming. Shouldn't you be able to – and I'm a 5'6 guy, never played tackle football, right? But I've watched a lot of ESPN, right? Uh, You're up to the line, blitz coming, 12-year veteran. Can't you see the hot read? Can't you see where it's coming? Can't you make that like, hey, I need right. you to run a slant here. I got fucking heavy pressure coming. Like, can't you? I think it was. So, I, I agree with you, Matt. Place? But I think it was so bad that like the only thing he had was Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby. No, like, but, I think but, that. But but you, Allen Robinson was supposed to be the possession guy. I I like agree. The guy, but the guy that you like like check down to or find him open in the zone or whatever. So I don't know, man. Matt Stafford is. Matt Stafford. Like, well, you, do you, you think you I shut mean, your mouth when you're talking Chris, to me? Okay, Chris. First of all, Chris, I, yes. I dropped Matt Stafford and I picked up Jared. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. I don't. You, think, you, you know how hard that was for me. You, you sh- okay, that's number disgusting. two. <laughs> number two, I lost it. Listen. Aside from that, like the here here's what is frustrating as a Rams fan. The Defensive strategy through Raheem Morris is because it's a bend, do not break. And when you get that going, you let people onto your side of the field and then you get a crazy break like the Wilson touchdown. That's fucking, that's not supposed to happen. And it was really fucking frustrating. Oh, let me stop you. Let me stop you. The bend, don't break attitude that the Rams have means that you are going to score touchdowns, but you're going to give up field goals. Mm -hmm. That's the bend, don't break. But what happened is the Niners scored touchdowns, right? And the Rams scored field goals, right? Right. It it wasn't great. Here, I mean, here's the Rams what I, and the Broncos scored nine points each. Yeah, no touchdowns. Yeah. It's hard. So look, it's look. Hard I, will I will I admit that Allen Robinson is not being utilized correctly? Absolutely, I will. But here's the thing. Van Jefferson is going to come back. Tutu Atwell is also out of the game. He is going to come back. Those are our two top of the thing. Like at the beginning of the season, we were like, wow, the night, the Rams have fucking Cooper cup, which again, in that game, like he hit his personal, it was like 14 targets, like good for you. Then we've got Allen Robinson for those 50, 50 balls and those contested situations. And then we've got Tutu and we've got Van Jefferson for those over the top plays. We do not have that threat anymore, which sucks. Our O-line is absolutely decimated. So the thought is we're going to get Havenstein back into, like, the regular rotation. We're going to get Brian Allen back in as the center. And 
hopefully the Van Jefferson, like being at, like, I, I hope it works. Well, your, but, your tone is that like, you're already done with Allen Robinson. I still think that. No, 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 I'm not, around. I'm not done with Allen Robinson. I'm just saying like, unfortunately this is the beginning of the season and they have not connected yet. Yeah. I hope that like all of the things that I'm worried about, Sean McVay is drinking a little rosé and like talking about, I'm not super excited about facing a very legitimate defense in the Cowboys moving forward. Here's what I will say that like might bring my Rams faithful a little bit more solace. The last time the Niners beat the Rams both times in the regular season, like, I don't know if you guys remember what happened. Do do you remember what happened? I do, but well, the know, Rams, only... well, the Rams won it all. So what I would say is this, give us a little time to get our feet under our legs and I think we're going to be okay. It was an embarrassing loss, but if you're asking me to take anything from a Niners loss, no, I'm not. I will admit to you, I'm going to be sky is falling if the Rams cannot somehow, some way, win this Cowboys game. Is that fair? The, the Rams are still the, the, the favorites in that division, to, in my opinion. I don't know how I, I, I appreciate that Rick, but I don't know how. No, I think I th- they're better than the Niners. They have a better line. They have a better fucking roster when healthy, when healthy. And if it, if Stafford can, can, can like develop a connection with Allen Robinson, do you know how, how much I wanted him to become a Patriot this offseason? Allen Robinson, oh, Allen wow. Robinson. Cause he would, he would have been their number one. So right. they ended up with Devonde Parker instead, but I think Allen Robinson is the perfect Sean McVay, Bill Belichick never drops a ball receiver. The guy is shorthanded. They just need to figure out how to connect. So he's going to Cooper cup because he trusts him right. and I'm oh, okay, fine. Like whatever. If you're a fantasy footballer and you have Cooper cup, you love it. But right. if you're a Rams fan, you're like, dude, there's other guys out there. And I, I think they're misusing him. I think that Matt Stafford has not figured out how to connect with them yet. And when that right. happens, that dude is going to be open all, all the time. And when Van Jefferson comes off of IR, they have that deep threat. They have that go route guy, and that's going to open up the middle of the field, and they're going to have those guys underneath. Well, look, to, to your point, Rick, go ahead. Sorry. sorry no, going into the season, when I found out that the Rams signed Allen Robinson, I was like, holy shit, this receiving core is ridiculous now. Like, just like uh, like the, the, the best ever. Uh now I'm kind of like, should they have kept Robert Woods? Because Matt Stafford had that connection with him. He could go to Cooper, but he could check down to Robert Woods as a safety valve. Um, but they, but, he, but Allen Robinson needs to become that safety valve. Now the problem is, is that Robert Woods was okay with being a safety valve. Allen Robinson wants to score touchdowns and be the stud. I, so, I don't know about that. I think Allen Robinson is glad to be in LA and glad to be on the Rams and glad he wants to a be ring, in, like, man. A winning. He's been, he's yeah, been absolutely. Yeah. So like, I don't think that's really the issue. I don't think it's like a ego thing. I think that it's a, um, they just haven't connected for whatever reason. It's like Matthew Stafford, at least like in the games we've won has connected with fucking Benny Sko. Like how the fuck has that happened? Like that, I was a little bummed that that didn't happen this past week, mm. but 
I agree with you, Rick, that I think things are looking up once Van Jefferson comes back. Hopefully that spread things out a little bit. Like I said, once our center comes back, which is supposed to happen in the next two weeks. Figure out the running back situation. My God. Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. Like, it should be, at the very worst, it should be like the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like... Cam you know Akers should, like, should be the first for, be the one, first down, second down back. back and, right? and, I, and like what I've heard is like Sean McVay, like in private, does not like Cam Akers because he can't hold on to the ball. Good, and good in know. public. Yeah. So like I, I think that Cam Akers proved himself a little bit that game by holding on to the ball, but like. I think Daryl Henderson's a better bet. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, and then, and then on the dif- defensive side of the ball, it's like I haven't seen anything from Bobby Wagner until he fucking housed that Niners fan that ran onto the field. I don't know if you saw that. Um, and now Bobby Wagner, Bobby Wagner is getting charged for an aggressive assault against that Niners fan. Well, he'll win that case. So yeah. Well, it's like, dude, that guy could have had a bomb on him. Like, fuck, fuck that guy. Absolutely. But that's what I have to say about the Rams. I was absolutely like, I get it. I will take my lickens. I absolutely agree that the Rams are playing subpar. The good thing that we have is like everybody in the NFC West is two and two right now. Some are surprising. Some are not surprising. So it's like, we need to win this fucking Cowboys game. Like it's a lot tougher of a division than when you probably thought it would be as a Rams fan. I was hoping that like the, the, like, we weren't going to be talking about genies. Geno Smith is like one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Like that right. would be nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, let's talk a little bit about the NBA. Um, Rick, I do want to ask you about what's going on with the Celtics gossip in your neck of the woods. Uh, honestly, like I'll keep this short. Um, okay. The Celtics are feeling really good right now. Um, the, the Blake Why? Griffin signing. Well, we have, we have, we have Jalen Brown. We have, uh, we have, um, Jason Tatum, Jason, Jason Tatum. We have, oh, he's shit. He's Marcus trash. Morris. we have, Mar- we have, we have, yeah. Marcus smart. We have Al Horford. Who's a nice veteran. And we signed, so, <laughs> dude, the Celtics are going to be the contender in the East. It was funny. Cause I was watching a little bit of NBA today. I watched, uh, some, I watched some preseason, uh, Miami Heat and Brooklyn Nets ball, and what's going on with Ben Simmons? Talk, talk to me about Ben Dude, Simmons. Okay, so I watched this game tonight, and he's awful. He's fucking awful. Why? He does not shoot the ball at all, ever. He will not shoot the ball. He's six ten. So think about this. Um, he, he is six ten. He had. He's a point guard. But Kyrie Irving is on their team too. So he mm, is the point guard, right? So they're moving Ben Simmons down to the power forward position. Yeah. And he doesn't he doesn't shoot the ball. Um as a Celtics fan, I'm, I'm I feel pretty good about this season. Uh Malcolm Brogdon has been a great addition to this Ooh, team. I didn't know that they that he was on the Celtics now. Yes, they signed him. He's coming off the bench. It's great. So no, but, but, start- no, let's talk about the real question. What's going on with the coach? Like, how do you feel about this new coach guy? Interim coach. It's funny. A lot of the, Probably um, permanent coach. a lot of the local media outlets have been talking about this. And I, I, 
from what I gather, he had a relationship with a young lady that was part of the uh, the administration. He was the vice president's wife that was caught on a ring camera by was the that, vice president. Was that happen? Is that yeah, what happened? That's, that's what happened. Okay. I thought you were in on this. Okay. No. Right. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. So they have Joe. It matters a little bit. They have Joe. Rick. Rick. Let that sink in. He hooked up with the vice president's wife. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay. I guess. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, it, and then the vice president saw it on his own ring camera. But here's the thing. The NBA. It's bad. It's bad. The coaches in the NBA are the least are the least impactful coaches in any professional sports. Uh, maybe maybe after Major League Baseball. But You're right. But like 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 you put the five best guys out there on the court. Yeah, and you I just agree. and you just and you just fucking let them play basketball, you know. Right. So and then and then you and then after that you're managing the clock, right? I mean that's what you're doing, right? You're calling timeouts. You're yeah. You're yeah. writing up plays out of timeouts, whatever. So um, your so your theory right now is like we have enough talent in the room on the floor. Our well, coach can be a B minus. Well, I think that the East is stacked. Yes, and I think that the East is stacked this year, right? You you have Milwaukee, you have Miami, you have. Brooklyn, you you know, you have Toronto. Everyone has like really good players and everyone could fucking everyone could make a deep run. You have the Celtics. Um I I still pick the Celtics not because I'm a homer, because I think that they have the team. I think that they go to the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Um and I think they play the Bucks again. That's just my thing. As far as a coach goes, you know, like we don't we we never we never want a controversy. Like who wants a controversy? You know, no one wants that. Um, I think they probably should have fired him, not suspended him. Because suspending it's amazing him, that they didn't fire him to me. Yeah, because they should have just fired him because it's a bad look to suspend him. But again, the Red Sox suspended uh, Alex Cora after the the Astros cheating scandal. You know what I mean? So, so the Red Sox won a World Series, found out that Alex Cora cheated with the Astros, suspended Alex Cora for a year, and brought him back. So I don't right. know. I mean, this isn't as much of a big deal as it would have been if it was the NFL, or if it wasn't right. the vice president's wife. And it was just like a, a secretary. Well, the vice president needs to get his shit together. Is what I, I would say. <laughs> oh wow! So, so Rick is caught this, but. What I'm getting from this is Rick is blaming it on the on the victims, on the victim. Not blaming anything on the victim. No, no, I think that's, that's what I'm getting. Um, no. Okay. I no, no, I mean, no, 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 no. You're saying that like, he, needs to get his dick on a, he needs to get his dick on hard and like get his wife in order and like get his house in order and tell no. that bitch to fucking. I just got done telling you that I thought they should have fired Ime Odoko. Mm, I just okay. got done telling you that. I'm on record for saying that, right? Am I? Um, yeah. Am I not? Like, like, check. Okay. We need, some juice. Right. we need to get some juice going, which means we need to get to next week. And with okay. next week. Wait, 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 wait. All right, we will, but I just want to ask you guys one quick baseball question. Aaron Judge broke the record the other night. He is the AL single season leader of home runs. My question is to you guys individually, is he the single seat? Like, does it matter the the league? Is he your single season home run leader 
or is it still Barry Bonds? Seven well, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Okay. No, no. Uh, no. We're Barry on a talk Bond. show. Barry Bonds, 100%. Barry. Be- doesn't matter because, you know what? Because we've had so many different eras in baseball. We've had, you know, the segregation era. We've had the steroid era. We've had whatever era in baseball. And I fucking think it's a travesty that we are turning our backs on these guys that maybe did steroids. Because you know what? Guys are still doing steroids in the MLB. They're still doing them. They're- Do you think Aaron Judge is doing steroids? Yes. There's a. You know what? I don't think he, like, definitively, I have no idea. Probably, maybe, you know, like he should, like maybe he, maybe he is, um, but it doesn't matter because for me growing up personally, for me, the, the home run record was Barry Bonds. Like that's what means something to me. So this whole run with Aaron judge in the American league, like break, breaking Roger Maris's record. I don't care. It doesn't mean shit to me. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, like, it, it doesn't matter that I'm a Red Sox fan or a Yankees fan or whatever. This doesn't mean anything to me because I wasn't born in that era. I wasn't the Ruth Maris era. So I don't care. Barry Bonds still was the most Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire was still the most exciting era in baseball when it comes to home runs and records. And I don't give a shit about the steroid use. Put him in the hall of fame. I, I love how you stand on the fucking hill. I'll give you okay. that. Okay, yeah, well, that's what I'm going to do because that's how I feel. That. I'll give you that. Chris, how do you feel? I got to tell you, I appreciate Rick's explanation about, like, the Negro Leagues, like they were not involved in those records. But my thought is once the leagues are integrated, those are the records that actually matter. Now, do I care about baseball records in general? I do not because it's like – it kind of depends on what team you were drafted by because all the fucking parks are different sizes. So I think baseball records in general are fucking stupid. Yeah. But that being said, I would say that Aaron Judge is the guy that I'm looking at as far as the single season record holder because it's pretty well documented that Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, and Barry Bonds were doing steroids. Like it's it's on paper. I'm not saying that they're not great baseball players and shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, but like to me, it's documented that they cheated. And if you cheated, you shouldn't get the record. That's me. I, I'm not saying that's like that's my humble opinion. Now, as far now, I've got another question for you guys, now, Matt. What do you think? Well, there's one thing that's for sure: is your opinion's not humble. Number two, I already told you what I think. Got Aaron it. Judge is the fucking home run king because. Okay. Bonds, McGuire, those guys, Sosa, they, they've admitted they were they were juicing. Okay. So you got I've got one more question for well, you. Well, well, also, Matt, like Matt, like how how many how many steroid penalties have we seen in Major League Baseball since that era? You know what I mean? Like we haven't seen not too many. Like Poppy was implicated. Uh, there was a uh, uh, fucking uh, Pedro, Kurt Schilling. Yeah, but 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 think about it in the last ten years. How many yeah, guys? Not have as been many. Hit? Not as many. We seem to have cleaned it up or stopped testing. I don't know. Have we cleaned it up or have we stopped testing? That's the, that's know. the question. So so like I can't like we don't know. 
Hey, we the don't, numbers we, the numbers say we've cleaned it up because the well, numbers have. But come we back don't down. we don't really know as fans, and that's my point. My point is that, like Aaron Judge, probably he's a huge human being, right? He's six, he's like seven. six seven. He's yeah, he's, he's yeah. So he probably may hasn't done steroids, but we don't know because. We they laxed their fucking testing methods. We don't. We just don't know. So I think. So I guess my point is this: if you want to take Aaron Judge as the American American League home run record holder, that's great. But as a youth watching baseball, as a 13, 14 year old kid, my childhood is watching that one season where it was Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire fucking every night, dude, you tuned in to every game because you wanted to see them break that record because no one had done it for fucking years. And then they smashed it. Right. Rick, and just because it's exciting doesn't make it right. But, but uh, this is true, but we also don't, but we also don't trust major league baseball testing policies. And I never will because of this. Right, you can't, right? You quick can't. question, quick question. Pujols, he's at number four right now. He says he's going to retire at the end of this season. He's at 7.03. Please don't. He's, Come back he's for a, one more year. He's 11 home runs behind Babe Ruth. And then after that, it's Hank Aaron. And then after that, it's Barry Bonds. He's probably, you know, he would have to hit over 50 home runs to get to Barry Bonds. But my question is not who deserves what. My question is if Albert Pujols was the home run all-time leader over Barry Bonds after next season, would you be satisfied? Oh my God! I I I, I absolutely like. I think I would rather have Pujols, but I'd rather probably have neither. I think that the Pujols story this year has has been. Um, sort of undermined by the Aaron Judge story this year. Um, Pujols, no one's talking about his his home run. Seven hundred home runs, man. You know, like yeah, it's, that's it's like, insane. That is ridiculous. The seven hundred club only has four people. And in this it. guy also has never been a, put on a a, 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 a a steroid list. Yeah, seven hundred with no scandals. Yeah, yeah. No, scandals. no scandals. He's never been. Yeah. He's never been implicated. So this is a huge story to me. Yeah. And I I I would love it if he came back to try to break it. Man, fucking find it. It's, wait, wait. We're doing DHs in the in the NL right now. So mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter what team he goes to. Just just sit there, man. Be like Mike Tommy oh. and fucking. No, to Chris's just, to Chris's point, he should go to Colorado where the air is thin and yeah. just Isle fucking, fu- and just fucking fire. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Give us twenty five more home runs next year, man. Give All right, guys, story. we gotta keep moving here. Um, I want to briefly touch into college football. Um, USC did move up to number six as far as big games. Georgia barely won. Texas won, but they're still not in the top twenty five. Utah, UCLA, that's happening this week. So uh, do you guys have any problems with any, with any of the rankings? Uh, Matt Matt does not. Matt does I not. I got care. zero problems. Are you talking about college football? Is that still yes, the thing? Because yep. on Saturdays, what I do is I hydrate and I recharge for Sunday. Okay. All right. Love the quarterback from USC. Love him. I think he's a magic maker. Um, always going to from Oklahoma? Yes, and I also love the quarterback from UCLA. 
Love, love them too. So give me both SoCal teams all day long. A lot, of, a lot of good football coming out of SoCal right now. USC plays Washington State. And then next week, we have the real challenge with Utah State. Uh, and then we've got big games as far as this week. You know, we've got TCU, Kansas. Kansas actually has a really good football team. They're good uh, this year. <laughs> yeah, we've got Georgia. Now, they're playing an unranked Auburn this week, but Auburn is always tough. Georgia did not look great uh, this week, so we'll keep moving. I'm trying to, like, like keep things quick. Let's talk about next week in the NFL. We just saw the Broncos lose to the Colts. Matt, do you have any thoughts on that as a Broncos faithful? It's, it was hard to watch. I mean, no touchdowns, and I feel like we're going to talk about this again next week, so I don't want to – I want to skip this game. Let's get okay, on to the okay. Giants-Packers. All right, Giants-Packers, this is the 6.30 a.m. game, an additional bonus three hours in London. Green Bay is minus eight. Rick, who do you like here? Uh, Giants-Green Bay? Yeah. Well, I love Green Bay in this game. Minus eight? Yeah. Yeah, they win this game by two scores, by 10 points. I like Giants plus eight here. Uh, $402 gets you in the building. Are you cheapest kidding ticket. me? Is cheap, this the mo- cheap, cheapest ticket? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, most expensive ticket for the weekend. I love the fact that the NFL is so big in London. Um, I am big on the Giants plus eight. Like I w- and I love them as part of a teaser, by the way. So. Well, uh, that's going to be the theme, I'm sure. You think the Giants are going to lose? Are going to lose by less than eight points? Eight points or less? No, that's why I like them as part of a teaser. I like Giants plus eight. What's hey? Okay, we got the tied for the second. No, this is the largest uh, fucking spread of the weekend. We've got the Bills in Buffalo hosting the Steelers with a rookie quarterback, Kenny Pittsburgh Pickens. Picket, Buffalo minus 14. This is a big boy oh spread. Oh, my God. That is a huge spread. Over what? under is 46 and a half. Now, this, this recalls memories of the Minnesota Vikings minus 15 and a half against Buffalo three or four years ago. I don't know if you guys remember that game. I see the Steeler. Well, I want to hear your I like the Steelers plus 14 here. I think it's a backdoor cover. I think it's Mm. probably like a 21, 28 point deficit. And then Kenny Pickett in the fourth quarter closes it. He loses by 13. No way. I think that, I think that bills win this game. 31, 10 easy at home. I like Buffalo to cover as well. Um, This is a big spread, but I'm okay with it. And I want it to be part of every teaser that I have for the entire day. This is a lynch, <laughs> love it. a lynch love pin it, teaser. All right. We've got the chargers going into Cleveland. This is a surprising spread for me. Chargers minus two and a half. Now remember the chargers are missing Keenan Allen. They are missing Joey Bosa. They are missing JC Jackson. The Browns get miles Garrett back. What do we think about that spread? You first, Rick. I like the uh, I like Cleveland and the money line. They're gonna win this game. They uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're saying Browns outright win the game? Yes, the money outright. line is worse than the points in this. No, game. it's I, not. 
I you say him out, plus, outright. Outright oh, plus two point five. Okay. The Browns win this game. The Browns win this game. All right. Yeah, with, 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 with the biscuit playing quarterback, it doesn't matter. They're at home. They have a great fucking running game. I okay, think okay. Chubb is out. Chubb is out. Who's not? I believe he is out. It doesn't matter if he is. It doesn't matter. I, I like the can, Browns. Can we get? Can we get? A, can we get? A, okay. I, I think so. If Chubb, if, if Chubb is out, then I'll just stick Cream Hunt and whatever. You're, you're yeah, just like, it's fine. It's fine. I like I the Browns to, plus two and a half. Rick likes the money line. What do you like here, Chris? I need to find out about Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, and Nick Chubb's. Are, uh, oh, now it looks like fascinating TV. It looks like I'm sorry, but I need to fucking know this. I'm not a fucking piece of shit. All right. Um, Cleveland wins this ta- game. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chargers, and I I believe Chubb may be playing. Okay, I'm sorry. He's gonna. It's gonna. I like. All right, you got the Chargers minus two and a half for Chris. Yep. We got All Bears right. at Vikings. Vikings. What, what, what's what's going on here, Matt? Matt, Matt, I've this been... is my job. <laughs> All right. So we got we get the Vikings minus seven and a half at home in Minneapolis. What do we think? I'll what do start. you think? You first. Okay. So here's my thing. I believe that the Bears will cover this. What is the spread? It's seven and a half. That hook is destructive. They don't cover. Um, I I say Minnesota doesn't cover on in this. So we Wait, all think this, the Bears. Is this a consensus? No, Bear like like Minnesota like covers covers this fucking bet. Okay, okay so, so Rick, you... do you know? Uh oh, we're losing Rick here. That's okay though. That's okay. Am I still here? No, you're just slurring I, a little bit. It's okay. I got Bears Bears plus seven and a half for me. I I think that uh, they lose the game, but not by eight points. Yeah, me too. No, Bears lose by 14. Ooh, okay, so we do not have a consensus. All right, we've got the Lions at the Pats. New England is minus three. My God. Now, I the love- Pats, now I, I got a couple things to talk about here. The Lions are without DeAndre Swift, without Amon Ra, and without one other guy. I can't remember what his name is. And now the Pats, here's the question, Rick, we need to know, boots on the ground. Is it Zappy or are we getting happy with Mac? I think that even even with the Zappy, I think what's the what's the cover here? It's minus three New England. I think they I think they cover. They win this game and they cover. Yep. And I, I I think I must have an East Coast internet or something, but like an hour ago I got an alert that Mac Jones is out this weekend. That's fine. But I think that um, I think that the defense for the Patriots saves them, and I think they okay. cover. I think they win this game, and they cover the spread. I like, I like Lions it. plus three here. I think they win this game twenty nineteen. Ooh, by one point, yo! Well, I like the Lions here as well. Honestly, you guys are see me Valley Mal is like yay. Oh, he's loving it. He's loving it. If he made it through two and a half hours, he's loving it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got the Seahawks going into NOLA. NOLA is minus five and a half. Um, we actually do not know if this is Jameis or Andy Dalton. I don't think it matters that much. Wait, what's I the think spread? It, it's five and a half. It's quite a bit. To, on who? 
on Jesus, Rick. Um, Gosh, it's, I like it's, all, I like all these plus. I'm taking points in like all Saints, five. I, I actually like the Saints here. The reason being is, I think the Seahawks. That's a big long travel for them, and I think that I love the Saints defense. I think okay. Lattimore is going to shut down at least DK. Seahawks, like Seattle. Got- Seattle plus yeah, five. Seahawks yeah. cover. Yeah, they they win this game. They cover. You get Jesus. into the Superdome for thirty four bucks. Yep, Seahawks cover this game. They win. So they win I would game. say it's cheaper to go to Nola than to go to London this weekend. What do you Probably. guys? Probably. Yeah. You're on by about by about three hundred and eighty bucks. Okay. So then we've got the Dolphins going into New York. Uh, sorry, Rutherford, New Jersey, to play the Jets. We've got a three and one versus the two and two. Miami is minus three and a hook. I don't like that hook, especially with Brit Bridgewater playing. What do we do? Turns out to be a very, very important game in the long run. Like this is a this is one of those games Miami needs. Uh, I I think they rallied together. They get this one for two. Uh, I like Miami minus three and a half. Same. I like that. Yeah. I like that bet too. You know what? You just convinced me. I'm in. Um, we've got a wait, big wait, boy. That's our first, that's our first consensus. So I'm just going to log that. Yep. Put it in the spreadsheet. Then I've got the Falcons at the box, Tampa Bay minus nine and a half. I will say this is my bet of the week. And I got Tampa Bay at minus nine. I don't think that makes a huge difference. That being said, I love the Buccaneers to roll the Falcons. And it's for a couple of reasons. A, it's Brady coming off of a loss. B, Brady's in a divorce and he's very angry. C, it's the fucking Falcons and he is going to make them pay for being the Falcons. Thoughts? Marcus Mariota is the uh, starting quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> so I will take the Bucks, and I will take them plus nine or, you know, to win that game. Minus sure. nine and a half. I'm with you too. Go Bucks. All the same reasons. Second biggest spread of the day, but I love it. All right. So then we've got the Titans at the Commanders. Who Ooh, is watching this. this game? Who's watching this game? No one. Tennessee minus one and a half. I love Tennessee here. Uh, minus one and a half. It's almost basically like whoever wins the game wins the bet. Tennessee uh, at the at the Commanders. At the Commanders. Oof. I like the Titans here. Big boy. Rick? Give, me the, give me the commanders right now. Give me the commanders. Give me uh, Tennessee uh, uh. coming into the commanders and the commanders being like really mad and fucking down. Like, you know, you know, proving a point. I'll what are they mad about? Are they mad about their lack of football skills? Yes, they are. Probably. <laughs> oh, you know, but, but you know, RFK stadium is a hard place to play. So it, let's go. It, I, I expect a good game, but I like the Titans. They win this game by two. Okay. Well, okay. I'll take I'll take the Commanders in a money line. Do you want to do a Do you want to do a bet with somebody, Rick? Like a real bet? Yeah, get get some juice. Do you want, Matt, do you want some juice in me? What, yeah, what do you I'll, think? Uh, How come Rick won't bet me? Chris, you, yeah. Chris, I will bet you in a second. Let's go. All right. So I I got the Titans. Okay. And you got the Commanders. All right. So straight up, ten bucks. Venmo style. Let's go. Titans. Uh, and so the Titans is minus 1.5. 1.5. 
versus Rick and the Commanders. Chris, let's Chris, go. Chris, Rick just what? offered it to you for straight up, and then you were like, ah, oh, minus one point. Five. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. That was stupid. <laughs> but I, mean, I think okay. I, I, I'm not going to take advantage of a drunk guy. All right, so then we've got the Texans at the Jags. Jags minus seven. This is a home game for the Jags. Will they be able to beat the Texans by a full touchdown? I say yes. This is a Jags back. They're pissed. They blew the game last weekend. I, I like the Jags minus seven here. They're much better than people think. I like them too, but only for a teaser. But I, if this makes it a consensus bet, then I'm cool with it. Rick? I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, by a touchdown. For we sure. got ourselves a convinced consensus bet. Yeah. All right. Yep. That's your, our third. Your... That's our third. All right. You get, we got... get three strikes in bowling, get a turkey. <laughs> okay. All right. So we, we got the Eagles at the Cardinals. Philly minus five. This is interesting. Battle of the Birds. Game. Battle of the Birds. This game is ridiculous. And it's like two guys. Dude, there's going to be a lot of running fucking quarterbacks. I can tell you that. Um, Under 49 is the one, the bet you like here. Okay. There's going to be a lot of running, a lot of clock ticking. Are you, you kidding under, me? Under 49. You should get that. Uh, Ooh, I like the, I like the over 49. I like, okay. I like, okay. I like tight ends scoring touchdowns in this game. Zach Ertz and Dallas getter like yep. scoring touchdowns in this game. I like oh, Eagles minus five. Eagles minus five. I think they cover on the road. Hmm. That's a big number, but I'm with you. I, uh, you're going to take the Eagles minus five, huh? No pressure, Rick. Now I'm going to, I'm going to take the, I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Let's go okay, right, at home, right. at home. Like Let's go. Like okay. Uh, I don't Sunday know how night, this... we got a Sunday Wait, night. Hold we on, hold on, hold on. We, we got back up. We got to back up for just a second. Oh, I skipped over. We didn't talk about this. We got the Rams hosting the Cowboys. I don't oh. know how this. I don't know how this number changed, but for whatever reason, it's Rammies minus five and a half. I hate that number. I love the Cowboys here. If we win, it's going to be a barn burner, like seventeen to nineteen. I like the Cowboys. We have nothing. We have nothing to beat them with. Like I don't know where this number is coming from. Wait, it's a Rams at Cowboys? No, it's. At SoFi, it's it's Rams hosting the Cowboys. Oh yeah, okay. Well, yeah, for sure. I'll take that bet. I don't so, get where this is coming from the, either. Pl- pl- but they 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 get what five and a half? Yeah, you think the Rams will beat the Cowboys by five and a half? Yes, one hundred percent. Sorry, dude. I'm not. I, I can't be a part of this bet because it's too too close too to close, home for me. <laughs> no, I think Cowboy I like Cowboys plus five and a half. I hope the Rams win, but I don't think they, they dominate. I, I don't see them dominating anyone right Thank now. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. We got we got a big boy game here for Sunday night. With oh the Bengals. it's it's probably the best game of the week. Oh it's amazing. It's Bengals yes. at Baltimore. I, I'm gonna let you guys now Matt I know you know what the spread is. Rick, let me ask you this. What do you think the spread is between the Bengals, Ravens, Ravens hosting? Do not look they're, at your computer. They're both two and two. Oh, that's interesting. I think um, I'm going to give oh, Jesus Christ. Bengals Cincinnati, huh? Or Bengals. Uh, well, the Bengals are from Cincinnati. Right. That's so one. I'm going to say uh, 
Baltimore wins by three. Ooh. Exact. Exact on the money. So the question is, which side are you on, Ricky? I'm on Baltimore side. Let's go. I am too. Let's go. I am too. I oh, see. we all got Ravens minus three because they're I at like home. It. It's a yep. get right game. It's a get yep. right game. Yep. And then we've got finally Monday night big AFC matchup, AFC West matchup. Raiders go into Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. KC minus seven. I got to tell you, I like the Chiefs to fucking roll. Oh my god, I do too. Actually, same, same. What 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 is the uh, what's the spread in that game? Seven, seven. It's a big spread. Oh but. my god, they win by ten plus. Yeah, I, I, we got I, a five. I, we got a five team consensus here. We got Dolphins minus three and a half, Bucks minus nine and a half, Jags minus seven, Ravens minus three, Chiefs minus seven. So we should all put a money in this, right? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh no, Rick. We all throw ten in on this. Me, you, and Chris. Oh, let's go. Let's do it. I put. It, I'll put it in tomorrow. Okay. I'll text you. Yeah, but you know, the Chiefs. Wait, wait. The last game was the Chiefs, right? So yep. Chiefs minus seven. Oh my God, they're gonna roll. They are gonna roll. They're, they're they are the probably the best team in the fucking AFC. I agree. I agree. There we go, boys and girls. That's it. Hey, before we get to Bets of the week. Let's talk a little sideline hotties. I just sent you guys the text with this week's contributor. I like um, maybe take a look. So what I want to tell you about her is her name is Taylor Biscotti. She's <laughs> sideline on the NFL network, but she started on the SEC network, which means she's hot and she's a Georgia bulldog herself. And if you want to marry her, her uncle is the majority owner of the Ravens. What do you think about my girl, Taylor Biscotti? Are you a fan? Yeah, I'm in. Ray, Rick, I sent you a photo that I think you're going to like. She, it's, hey, listen, she's beautiful. Like, and it's her, it's her and Kraft. Did you see that one? I did see that, yep. He's like, hey. He's like, how about a massage? <laughs> uh, by the way, he's he's definitely shorter than her. Um, she's a pretty lady. So what I would say, like, of the sideline hotties that I've given you thus far this year, Matt, what are you thinking? Like, where does she rank? She's the best one so far. She's the top dog? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And I say Let's that with confidence. I say that with confidence because you, you really, you brought kind of like a Are you kidding me? So no, I'm not. I'm going to set a personal limit on myself, a... I've only gone blonde this year. I'm going brunette next year, next week. Mm. That's what's happening. Okay, so we're gonna um, limit the field. Then I'm just saying. I, mean, I am gonna limit the, the best, field, but the best you know what? Go. We got we got some girls out of that. We got some players. We got Bonetta out of that. So, so here's the deal. I need to know what's going on. Better the week style. Can you can you catch us up? Oh yeah, baby. Better the week. Okay, seller teams first. Chris, you have mm. 68 wins. With the Rangers. Wait, this is still going on. Jay, you have 74 wins with the Diamondbacks. Oh, my God. Oh my God. You guys better the week for baseball. That's 83 wins with the Orioles. All right, better the week. Last week, I took a loss. I had the Jags plus six and a half at the Eagles. They, they lost by seven. I go to two and two. 
Chris, Me too. you mm-hmm. had Vikings at Saints. They won by three. You had yes. them at two and a half. You yep. won. Brings yep. you to two and two also. That's how we that do. Was, that was Wait, I'm two shit. and two? Yes. Fuck that shit. Jay had Seahawks at Lions. Lions minus four and a half. He lost. He is one and three. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, you like Jay in the basement there. Yeah, I do. Mal, Mal, second bet for him. He had Cardinals at Panthers. Cardinals plus one and a half. They won. He's two and oh. Fuck that bitch. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Thank Uh, God he's not in the actual running. Jay is going to lead this thing off because he's not here and he already lost. Have we even talked about, like, what's going on with Jay? Like, he just isn't on the podcast anymore? Jay texted me this afternoon for tonight's game, so we're going to let this stand. I have a time stamp. Okay. But he had Colts at Broncos, Broncos minus three and a half. Oh, I love this. Not good. So he slips to one and four. We'll talk oh. about it again next week. But oh. he's already he's already lost. Oh, J Bone, I'm sorry, buddy. You're gonna have to make this up at the pony. All right, uh, Rick, what do you got this week? I got um, I have the use your words. Oh, I'm trying to man. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, the. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles beating Ooh. the Cardinals in a money line. So you can't do money lines. I can't do that. Unless they are unless they are not the favorite in the money line. You got the Cardinals? Yeah. All right. I have the Cardinals. <laughs> Okay. All right. I don't know. You guys, you guys are bad. I just, I just talk about football and you, know you guys. Are bad. Hey, what we're gonna do for you, Rick? We're gonna go Cardinals plus five for you. I love it. All right. So we're we're gonna help you out. You got five, Chris. Yeah. What do you got? I got five on it, man. I got five. I got on five it. on it, motherfucker. All right. <laughs> um, I've got um Falcons at Bucks. Here's the deal. I'm taking Bucks minus nine, even though it's nine and a half, because I did get this in on an and actual it's also bet. The, it's also the NFL. So when you see, when you see a nine and a half point spread, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Chris, so I'm, this is a big boy that, spread. This is, I'm going to give that to you because I saw that earlier as well. Yeah. Uh, so you get it at nine. Bucks and this is nine. part. This is like a bit, another linchpin. Like I have this as part of many bets. All right, well, Tricky Ricky, one of us is fucking winning here because I'm going Eagles minus five. Uh, Eagles at Cardinals minus five. Eagles minus five. Let's go. One of us is hey, boy moves. All right, is that it? That's it. All right, so let's real quick, let's do the OT report. We got quick hits. This is three separate unrelated questions. I'm going to start with Rick on the first question. What is this. the what is the worst injury you have ever had? Guys, I've never really had an injury. I've never broken a bone. You've never, never broken a bone? Like maybe a finger or two, but like nothing. Okay. Like so my 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 worst injury is maybe um my uh appendix blew up when I was Ooh, I had that too. So uh, I had I had a I had I had that taken out. Now, let me ask you this, Rick, that's as bad. someone that's also had his appendix out. Did your appendix rupture prior to you getting the surgery? No, it was uh, because mine didn't either. It was about one or two days before it 
probably would have. Yeah. And then they cut in. So it wasn't like the uh the new like laser treatment that they do. Like mm-hmm. like they literally cut into my like side and like How old my... were you when this happened? Thirteen years old. Okay, so I was in high school when I got mine. So like we were both dealing dude, major surgery as far as I'm Yeah, I was out I was I was laid out for like like a like a like a week or two, you know. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. So that's like the worst injury. I've never had a broken bone. You know, dude, that was that was it. I've had many broken bones, way worse the fucking appendix. I agree. Okay. You're a man. You're a man. <laughs> All right, there Matt. Matt, what's your worst injury? Oh, I got in this gnarly car accident, and my pancreas hit Jesus. my liver, what? I guess. And so I had a bunch of internal bleeding, and it Jesus, yeah, it laid me up in the hospital for like... Jesus Christ, man. What the fuck? Yeah. How yeah, long were you in the fucking hospital? Uh, only like a day and a half, because uh, the bleeding, like, they, like, they, they were like, yeah, this is going to fix itself. Like, it didn't uh, nick Ooh. each other. It just banged in, caused a big mm. bruise or something. Jesus. Wow. Um, I've, uh, I've had the same things as Rick and I've had tons of broken bones, but my, my anal abscess. Oh my God. The worst injury I've ever had. I couldn't sit. Cost me thousands of dollars. It was, is that it an was, injury? Does that go it was, an injury column? I considered it injury, man. I'm like if you had to live with that. it. It was absolutely horrible. Okay, I would love horrible. to know what Mal thinks of this because I mean I know he checked you. Hey, Mal the saw it. Mal saw it. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. Your favorite hot drink. What is your favorite hot drink? Oh, man, mine is tea. Um, I grow things in my yard. That oh my I, god, that Matt, I, that this I, is so on point. That I can harvest for tea. <laughs> So uh, I grow flowers in my yard that I can. Oh my god! I can, no, seriously, like I, I, grow, I, I don't doubt it. I grow echinacea. I grow yarrow. I grow uh, tons of things in my yard that I can like. And I pick them. I pick these flowers and I dry them out and mm-hmm. I turn them into tea and I make herbal tea. So that's my. So do you make thing. little tea bags or what? Yes. What do you do? Yes, actually, I have tea bags. If you so want if, some, if I, I sent give... you a couple pliny's, would you send me some tea bags? One hundred percent. Okay. In fact, right. in fact, I have some in my my kitchen right now. I would send you individual tea bags. I would send okay. them to you. And this would be different than the time that you've tea bagged me in the in the past. Way different, but okay. way flavor, way more flavorful. Or no, those no, those were pretty flavorful. <laughs> but, um, all right, Matt, what do we got here for you? Hot, hot, hot drinks. Coffee, coffee. I, I, I the 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 world, the thought about okay. a world without coffee. I'm like, I don't like. Who that. doesn't like coffee? By Jesus the way, Christ. by the way, so so like we went to Europe, me and my wife, and we were like, we got a taste for the fucking expensive coffee, and. Matt's wife was just like, you gotta, you gotta get one of these fucking cappuccino machines. And I was like, I don't know. Like they're, they're very expensive. Matt's like, even I can make them. And I was like, all right, make me a cappuccino. He makes me a coffee. He hands it to me. I was like, dude, this is, this is just a black coffee. Like anyone can make this. Like this isn't impressive at all. I didn't understand the instructions. Okay. Okay, I didn't know that you wanted a cappuccino. I thought you wanted a coffee. Yeah, well, and okay. Faith made you a coffee. She did. She, she did. She did. Um, 
Too much work, though, like what she's talking about. But here's the thing. I like mold wine. Have you ever had mold wine? It's heated, it's heated wine. And around Christmas time, yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about with some spices in it. Dude, mm-hmm. fucking awesome. I was going to say spiced pumpkin latte because I am a basic bitch, but I like mold wine even more because it's alcoholic. All right. Oh, last God. Question. Mold wine's like a hangover. You're just asking oh, to have a headache. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Last question. Again, super unrelated. You get one sentence to ask or say to Abraham Lincoln, what do you say to him or ask him? Oof. I mean, Matt, how many how many chicks did you you know? How many chicks you did you fuck? Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's Matt's. <laughs> um, I would be like, um, "Hey, sit down and watch this uh, this movie that Steven Spielberg uh, directed, and tell me how accurate it is." Okay. Uh, I I mean, or or uh, or um, was it for states' rights or for slavery? I mean, oh, I guess I guess that's that, pretty I, good. I guess that would be it, you know. Right, like honestly, like you know, like was it for states' rights or was it for slavery? What did you? I'm do? gonna I'm gonna take the pressure off. Um, I'm just gonna ask. I'm gonna be like, Gabe, listen, would you like to go see a play with me? <laughs> and that's it. All right, hey, that's you, all for you, this week. But before we go, <laughs> chop it up with us at abkmailbag at, at gmail Tell a friend. Give us a review on iTunes, ABK out.